Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. Get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, saver, tire, and service deals today. Dobbs, with 43 locations, real deals are always close by. You've heard of all the services Victory Men's Health offers. Now it's even easier with their telehealth service. Whether it's weight loss, hormones, or micronutrient testing, you can be assessed in the comfort of your own home. It's easy by just going to victorymenshealth.com and clicking on telehealth. Pick the service you're interested in, and based on what service you are seeking, a lab draw kit will be shipped right to your home. Then a video telehealth consultation to discuss your results. Telehealth from Victory Men's Health. Victorymenshealth.com for more details. Must be a resident of Illinois or Missouri to use this service. NinjaBling.com, the online home of Moritz Royce Jewelry, the exclusive jeweler of the Riz Show. Check out their huge collection, including one-of-a-kind pieces from the Simon G Collection. Or they can make you your own custom-built piece just for you. And because they have an upstairs location, Moritz Royce can save you money over the street-level stores. Make an appointment. Head to NinjaBling.com to get the address and phone number. You can also follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Moritz Royce Jewelry, where you get the jewels and not the shaft. NinjaBling.com, the online home of Moritz Royce Jewelry, the exclusive jeweler of the Riz Show. Check out their huge collection, including one-of-a-kind pieces from the Simon G Collection. Or they can make you your own custom-built piece just for you. And because they have an upstairs location, Moritz Royce can save you money over the street-level stores. Make an appointment. Head to NinjaBling.com to get the address and phone number. You can also follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Moritz Royce Jewelry, where you get the jewels and not the shit. Hot Shots Sports Bar and Grill has been a proud home of Blues fans in St. Louis since 1990. And Hot Shots is an official partner of your St. Louis Blues. Swing by any of their 10 area locations tonight for the best Blues party in town. And don't forget about Blues Ticket Tuesday with your chance to score a pair of Blues tickets at every Hot Shots location during every Tuesday Blues game this season. Get details, see all the specials, and find a Hot Shots near you at hotshotsbar.com slash blues. Show podcast powered by Dobbs. Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers are hiring now with 42 stores. Apply at go to Dobbs.com today. All right, let's hit it. Little listener discretion is advised. weird because we weren't here yesterday ah yeah we were all over the place this morning it's fine it's fine we're good we're good just making sure everybody's microphone works mine does tony's does mooners energy up there's his king scott yep yep there he is okay it's working didn't leave anybody behind this weekend not any Uh, not anybody not that i know know not anybody not anybody but yeah we had a great but we had a great weekend in kansas city a few items were lost Things were lost. Yes. Innocence. One of them. 
All the snots from my nose. Lost those. Oh, man. <clears throat> man, it was, co- it was cold. It was, it so was cold, cold, man. man. And I was and ill-prepared. I was fine up here. My feet. I... I said this. I said this on the way home. It hit me yesterday, and I think the reason that the cold was so noticeable slash crappy of a time was this is the first cold weekend of the year, and we spent all of it outside. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Good we experienced zero cold. We this didn't season. ease into it. We just literally no. went, "Wow, it's twenty three degrees. Let's stand outside." Yeah, we didn't ease into it like normal. You know, normally it gradually gets cold. It went from eighty degrees Tuesday to to negative twenty. Over the weekend. Yeah. And again, we decided to spend that outside. Yeah, and at Arrowhead, we tend to sit on the west side, which is the shady side. So we were never in the sun. Correct. Well, we do sit on the best side, which is the west, the west side. side. Yeah, west side yeah. is the best side. You are right. is the best side. Everybody knows that. Now, you're talking about Missouri or Mississippi River? Of the stadium. Oh, okay. I was going to say, we're on the east now. Now we're on the east. <laughs> east side is the best. East side's the best side, yeah, right, guys? Yeah, east, side, yeah, east, side east side of the, the state. <laughs> so we all, you know, piled into our uh, Mercedes Sprinter van. That's right. Thanks to uh, Jim Olive and everybody up there at Frank Lita for yeah, lending, us, vehicle. lending hey, us the ride. It was beautiful. Hey, uh, check your uh, check your uh, driver's side uh, rear tire. Driver's side rear tire. Yeah, right you now? didn't have to throw nails under it before we returned it. Hey, that, that was, was Scott's idea. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know, I thought, that hey, was uh, when when the boss so the boss pulls up on Saturday morning, you know, with this this nice this nice van. It was one of the open up the doors and goes, whoa, whoa look at that. We opened it up and went, Ooh. oh wow, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight captain's chairs. Yeah, like uh, two of them backwards. Six cows were murdered for this interior. Uh-huh. It is beautiful. Gorgeous. It's all yeah, it is. Gorgeous. Moon drove. Yeah. We had the option of actually, uh, with the partition between us, yes. closing the window or not. That yeah, normally great. those things are kind of like somewhat open. You can walk, you know, you can walk up to the driver's cab. No, this is full wall, full, full wall, wall between with a tiny the, window. Yeah, full wall between the, the driver's cab and and the you know the back where the yeah. passenger sits. Yeah, it was a lim- RV, it was a limousine build. The RV that we took last year. Uh, if Moon would have said, "Hey, come on up here," you could have got up and sat in the front seat. Here, you're not. No. Well, if you want to climb through the tiny hole, you ain't yeah, fitting nobody, through there, bruh. Nobody. I th- you know what? I'll be honest with you. Thought about it. There's no <laughs> way you would have fit thought about there. trying. There's no way. No. Moon might have been the only one that would have had a chance, and I, I don't, still don't. I don't we would have had so. to have buttered him up, though. Uh, yeah, I would have had to have been real slick. There was a moment I thought about trying to crawl through the hole. I would have well, loved if you would have had a two-hour drive with your feet just sticking out <laughs> of this. That would have been awesome. Let, let me take this moment to say that that's a surprise to hear, Riz. That's a surprise to hear. Because, um, well, I know you guys aren't accustomed to this. Scott is, though. I know you guys aren't accustomed to, you know, traveling, interst- interstate traveling, even though this wasn't interstate traveling. You know, uh, usually if you're in a band uh, and you're in a van and all that kind of stuff, you know, the, the, the driver kind of thing is like, this is someone that's like servicing the group here, like helping out, you know, being of service. And a part of the group activities there is to kind of like, Hey, I'm going to take one for the team and I'll sit up in the passenger seat and kind of keep you company. Even though like this isn't the desired spot, someone usually typically volunteers. It's very rare that someone in a band or in a group like ours would be limousine driving in the front totally alone. Then you should be mad at Scott the most. Not one of you offered. Then you should be mad at Scott the most. To do co-pilot 
once. I had didn't control- think about it, didn't say it, didn't mention it, nothing. What? Now, I appreciate y'all's thanks for driving, and I don't mind it at all. I thanked you for driving and offered you snacks. Yes, you did. Just about every Riz half the, hour. Riz is the only one. Well, Tony checked on me and a time checked or two. In on yeah, you I was going to say. Every you, half, you brought half me, hour to you brought me dried mango, and I love that. Now, listen to me. I had no radio. The radio was, was busted. So I had no radio or nothing up there, and that's totally fine. Again, I had a wonderful, pleasant experience. I like the alone time. I need quiet time. I I'm, did pay you back, by the way. I'm not. Uh, listen, I'm not angry. No, with no, you. no. We did. No, we did. We did. We did. But in the future, take that away from us, and you got first pick of rooms, and nobody said a word to you. Well, it's because I was in there first, and I just took a room. <laughs> yeah, you sure did. Yeah, because that's that's how that's how you took the second biggest room in the house, which I said, you know what, you, Moon damn, drove. You're damn that's right. That's exactly fine. what I said. I said Moon drove. He could take it. That's yeah, fine. Whatever. Arm wrestle. Me Somehow for Scott it. got the entire third floor, and Tony and I were in bunk beds. Yeah. Well, I offered. You I chose told- that. I told what Corey, I'm like, I didn't choose anything. I was nothing. On, I chose nothing. You Scott cho- was already you, upstairs. You chose to no, be last I was in not the house. Upstairs. I was the last one. I was letting you guys pick. <laughs> we d- no, I was what? not going to uh, step uh, over. No way. I'm serious. No. Uh-uh, Scott. Not today. By, by the way, the <laughs> listeners not, are here. I this. didn't want to have this. I was like, I'll sleep on a couch. I not today. And then I offered Scott it. Scott had the entire third floor of the, Dude, of the house. Did he, I not announce it? With his own private bathroom. He did. Listeners are listening to this. Are listening to us argue over this. We, we had zero arguments, no discussions, no nothing uh, like that. Right it was, now, let's put it all it on the table. It was perfect, but now we're getting it all let's out. Let's put it all on the table. <laughs> hey, back to the van thing just for a second. Just so you know, in those kind of scenarios, it is, you know, proper etiquette to be like, hey, man, you want a co-pilot? You know, just just, a, just it's just a company thing. It's a, it's a, hey, this is weird if this guy's driving us around like a chauffeur. You understand what I'm saying? You know what? I'm not going to give that to you. I paid for all the gas. Well, yeah, that's lovely, but you don't have to attack me for telling you just You're what, attacking what, what, what courtesy is. No, I'm correcting you, you, and I'm doing it because we had a radio and show. In. <laughs> I checked in. Listen. And mangoed you. I appreciate it, and I would have said, no, no worries, hang out with the boys. I would have said that. Then why I'm bring just, this up? Because I'm helping you. I'm never going to be grow. in a situation like this, except for when I'm with you guys going somewhere in a in a limousine van yeah, that's been know. donated maybe, by. Frank maybe there's Lindo. more Jaguars fans around here, and y'all get together and rent a van and, and go to Jacksonville someday. Just so you know, this is the this is the this is the etiquette. That's all. That's all. I'm just hoping. Yeah, we got a radio show to do it, and otherwise I would. I know, but you say that to make us feel bad. No, I mean like I do it to make you look bad. To not, next not time, bad. offer. <laughs> No, yes, I don't care. Just I'm, so you know, I'm saying I'm trying to I, save you. You know the when when parents like point out what you're doing wrong, and they're like, "Well, I'm doing this so you don't embarrass yourself at your friend's house." Next time this happens, and I offer, just know it's empty. <laughs> well, yeah, I just know the only time, the only reason I'm asking if you'd like me to sit up front, not because I'm concerned or want to spend time with you, it's because you've made me. I'm just mm-hmm. kidding, guys. I I really did have a great time, and I and I need the quiet time. As you, I'm sure, noticed on Saturday night when everybody's or whatever night it was Sunday night when everybody's hanging in one room and I'm watching Dateline in another. Yeah, you were, also well, noted. Yes, everybody <laughs> hanging out in I, one room. I, I'm sure you moon, noted. Moon watched two hours of Dateline. I, I t- well, it was, it was an hour episode. and a half, but my goodness, what a cliffhanger! Every single commercial <laughs> break, they had me addicted. Remember, I kept coming in. and I was like, I don't want to watch this anymore, but I got to see what happens. <laughs> Anyways, uh, yeah, no, that, that's just because like I get very little time to myself, a little quiet. Oh, time. four thousand people in the house. I understand. Right. So, and like, plus, I hold needed on, time a moment. Plus, you were on the phone for over an hour up there. So I'm supposed to be sitting up there Hopefully with you, chit chatting. I was never on the phone for an hour when you were driving. When we were driving, 
Oh, yeah, yeah, I was talking to Johnny Venus. Yeah, you were right. Yeah, it was, it was, so I'm supposed to sit there with my legs crossed as going, hey, he's just well, chatting. Well, I wouldn't he, have been he on the wouldn't phone have been on the phone if you would have. Oh, who's to say that, Riz? Well, that, I, I don't know, I'm, I'm to say that, but no, no, I listen, play both sides here. I had a great don't. time. What's I'm, wrong with you? I'm just helping you out with etiquette, and and Scott, back me up here. Like that, that's that's what you well, do. Well, clearly yeah. Scott's but, in the wrong here. Yeah, one hundred percent. If hey, he knew, I had a job. I had a job back there. I was in like who else? I had to do the DJ, and I had Which to control you did the poorly at. Yeah, bad. Oh, what? really? We had to tell you what how happened? to do it. What happened there? Nothing. He kept messing up. First off, it was at like volume like zero, so we could barely hear it. Huh? Then then he <laughs> then he finally figured it out. <laughs> the best was. Randomly, Scott would be, you know, it's Bluetooth, so Scott's doing something on his phone, and then he would go to do something else, and the Spotify would close, and like the music would stop, and Riz would go, "Killing it here, Scott, killing it." <laughs> yeah, we'd go through like a dead zone, and uh, everything would just stop, and then this the system, and he had to reconnect to the Bluetooth every time. It was ridiculous. It was oh, that a, sucks. it was a, and now I'm, I've, I can't speak for the driver, but for the passengers, it was a very quick three and a half hours. I mean, oh, zoom, oh. zoom. Bo- uh, nice. Both times, because I, I even got home and told both Ma- times. I told Mallory, I was like, hey, that was a, what was one of the longest return trips. Ever. Oh, no. The oh. ride home, I thought, was even quicker. Uh, see, yeah. and that, oh, that's usually what happens, and that's what I expected. And this one, I was like, oh, my gosh, I still got another hour to go. Uh, Sparky chiming in and said, if I wanted to listen to arguments at 6 a.m., I would have stayed married. Okay, then you should have. Yeah, yeah, okay. <laughs> you should have. You know what? This is an audible. This is audio. All right, all right. Kay. Okay, calm down. What do you mean, calm down? Everybody. What do you mean calm down? <laughs> this dude starts to rile everybody up and then tells people to calm down. It makes calm zero down. sense. I didn't know y'all had a um, a, qu- a quick good ride back there. Because, you know, when we got out, it was just, see ya. Um, I'm happy to hear that. How was the ride itself? It was smooth, I, man. I pride myself on the smoothness, you see. It was smooth. Yeah. Right. That was a smooth, was a smooth ride. I only got thrown out of my chair a couple times. Yeah. Scott the, slept on the floor. I was going to say, on the way there, all of a sudden I looked back and I was going to tell Scott, I was going to say, hey, let's let's switch up the playlist. And I turn around and he's on the ground. I nice. Went, okay. Yeah. Love, thank you for the compliment. Heck, Heck yeah. yeah. Put him to sleep. The rumble of the What were y'all listening wheels. to? Uh, yacht dad, rock. Yeah, dad rock and yacht rock. Wow, much. so you did that the whole weekend. The that, whole that's weekend, what y'all there, in the house. back, everywhere. It was, we could not escape it. It was, I'm done with it. I'm done with it. Yeah, there was a lot of dad yacht rock this weekend, Definitely. which was fine. Wow. Yeah, yeah. My favorite part of the whole trip is uh, the boss came, and and the boss comes up to me and hands me the remote, and he goes, here, DJ, put on some music while we were yeah. at the house. <laughs> and I turned on something, and he goes, no, no, no. And I turned on something, else, no, no, no. I go, what do you want to hear? And he goes, I don't know, 90s, 2000s rock. And Riz goes, what we listen to every day. Yeah. Every day. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and I would shut it off. And he would turn it off every time. He'd, I'd go I'd go outside, I'd come back inside, and I'd go, what happened to that? And he'd go, we're not listening to that. Yeah, we stayed in an Airbnb. Uh, I don't know what part of town it was. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, Tim uh, Kernan. What? Oh, hey, brother. Hi. Is this a good visit or a bad visit? I, mean, I think it's a wonderful visit. No, it's I just mean, didn't want to come in here and just like ruin the flow. Anytime Tim McKernan's here, it's a good a- visit. Anytime I get to see you, it's a very good visit. Oh but God, I just hope you, you don't. You're not, you're not yelling at people. <laughs> no, we're talking Am about I in our position here to yell at people. Usually, oh, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. Is that right? Okay. We're talking Usually. about our KC trip, which was lovely. I would imagine so. Uh, Moon's complaining that nobody offered to uh, sit in the passenger now, seat just to while be clear, he drove. I didn't complain at all. I just said that. I that's... mean, it sounded like a complaint. No, 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 that was a complaint. I would have complained if you were up there. I, I'm saying it's just etiquette to offer a co-pilot. Now, this is a, this is a, a limo van with a partition. So of course. I, literally was yeah, I saw show, the pictures. It seemed showed, like you guys had a nice setup. 
There was well, a chess game or checkers game? Checkers, never chess? Even we played chess. chess. I never even got wow, that. Wow, this is high level in here. There was it, no chess in the back. There was chess at the Airbnb. Oh, yeah, yeah. That thing was that thing was dope. Yeah, I never even saw the back of the van, but it was like, a, like I was chauffeuring these guys. Totally fine. Totally fine. No radio. The radio didn't work. Tim, it was silent up there. I, I paid for gas, so I, I'm good, right? Not offering. All I'm saying is I would is agree with that. I mean, you've 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 taken a bullet at that point. Yeah. Patrico, what was your story? I paid for insomnia cookies that Moon ate four of. Okay. I did eat four of those. Yeah. Thank you for the cookies. I And I checked in. Every 45 minutes. I How are things going up there? Would you like a snack? <laughs> yeah, every once in a while, Rizzo go, would you like some mango? Yeah, which I took I you checked in. On. Okay. I, I, I appreciate it. Listen, nothing you did was not appreciated. I'm just helping you so you don't embarrass yourself in front of your other group of friends the next time you're in a, in a van. Now we're embarrassing ourselves, Riz. I'm, we were an embarrassment no, this weekend. No, I, I'm, I, <laughs> I'm helping you out. I told him, I am going to offer next time, but it's an empty offer, and I'm... And if you say, Whatever, man. yes, I would like you to co-pilot with me, That's I will fine. make an excuse That's and be fine. in the back. I'll take all your heat. I'm still helping you out. I'm doing the, it. Uh, the Airbnb was uh, was lovely. Uh, what port? What part of town was that? Westport? It yeah. looked like, yeah. yeah. yeah it felt, we were in Westport. We were in Westport. We were Westport, right down the road we were, from Westport. It was called Westport Midtown, I think. Yeah, it felt exactly like Webster and Dogtown. Yeah. Had a like the, the neighborhood we were in felt like I was at a house in Dogtown. It was just, well, the backyard pull- was real tiny. We shared a driveway with the next door neighbor. We like, pulled up, and I go, what is this dump? Yeah, and oh, then- exterior, <laughs> mm, boy. You know, I saw the pictures, and I thought, oh, you guys are getting together with somebody who, from the show, lives in South City. As a guy who grew up in South City, it looked like a South City neighborhood, uh, yeah, the pictures yeah. I saw. Yeah. Yeah, no, but once you open up the but door. But Kansas City. Once you open up the door, it's like, oh, oh, oh man, sick- it is it's gorgeous. sick house. It was the sickest Airbnb I think yeah. I've ever been in. It was so cool. Like, who found that? Gorgeous. Tommy the boss. Tommy the boss. Tommy, Tommy the, boss. the boss. Yeah, his his one of his some of his friends that live in Kansas City that were in town a couple weeks back, they sat there and they went through some Airbnbs and and the lady went, That's a great area. The house looks cool. Do it. Nice. And that's what he did. That was it. You spent Man. a lot of time in Kansas City before? Oh yeah. As a University of Missouri guy, a lot of friends over there. Do you do you like yeah. it? Yeah. It's it's uh it's surging right now. Dude, I'm gonna say this. <sighs> And you're used to saying things that people don't like. So you, you, you got my back I enjoy here. being a yeah, you contrarian. Yeah, you got my back here. I, I'm going to say, you know, St. Louis is, I mean, Kansas City is killing St. Louis right now. On what? On damn near Tailgating everything. for sure. I just mean it just feels cooler. I'm telling you, we are slipping. We are letting it slip. Kansas City has got our number right now, y'all, in every single way. All right, way. so what does Kansas City have on us? Well, the food was great. The neighborhoods. The fountains, hey, we'll give them fountains. The fountains were great. Beautiful the neighborhoods were fountains. great. That, that whole plaza area, like it just seems like the, their public transportation thing that they're doing. Their trolley, for God's sakes, it works. It works. Mm. It's beautiful. Uh, I don't know, man. I just feel like they're kicking our ass. And you know what? I'm, I'm All right, not even Mr. Kansas to say City, it. get the hell out of here. <laughs> Listen, yeah, you dude, can go to Kansas City, then to England, the and have a great time. I'm, the only reason I'm saying this is because I care. I'm from here. I, I got St. Louis tattoos all over me. This is my home, and I want to see it thrive. And right now, come on. Come on. Our neighbors are kicking our butt. That's not cool. It, Step it up. It is. It, it was my only my second time there. Oh, is that right? Really? Yeah, that's it. That's it. Last year was the, was the first time when we went to Arrowhead, and, and you know now this time. Uh, I do notice that they have very low flow toilets. And <laughs> is that a rule? <laughs> low flow just toilets. Just a lot of water getting out is there. Is that a rule in Kansas City? They have to have a certain because they got the toilets with the with the two buttons. Yeah, but All that was them. just in the house, right? No, I, I at the other house too. Well, that's a very brilliant thing. Other house? At Bill and Nancy's house. Oh, I didn't. Oh, yeah, I didn't use the bathroom. And at the stadium, the stadium was a trough. 
or at least the one I used. Well, I went in a trough, and then there was the uh, one did of the stalls. You, did you poop at the stadium? No, there was no. I oh, went okay. twice. I was like, wow. One I peed in the wow, in the trough. That's really impressive. Oh no, God, no. <laughs> one I peed in the trough, and the other time, all the urinals were full, but there was a stall open. Oh wow! And low flow. And low flow. Oh boy, that was nasty. It's an older facility. Oh, <laughs> but peeing in a trough—that's a Wrigley thing and a Faroe Field thing. And an where else thing. has tro- troughs? Arrowhead has it. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Oh yeah, and it was. They so have like cl- cer- they have certain smaller bathrooms. Yeah, where, by the does. way, if you go urinate in the trough, you then go towards the exit, and the hand washing sh- washing station looks like another trough. Yes, mm-hmm. it does. Like I know for a fact somebody has to have mistakenly peed <laughs> without question, <laughs> because I walked up to it and I was like, "Where the hell do I?" And I saw some other guy walk up, put his hands in there, and I was convinced me that I that could have been I could have easily peed right there. <laughs> Did you see it? Well, yeah, yeah. But you know, but you know the toilets with the two buttons on the top. There's yeah, like yeah. A one droplet and then the two droplets. That's right for a number one and a number two. So is that how is that this the system? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. One's got some so, force and some some uh, okay, volume but, to it. Because I think they all have the same force. Yeah, one's got a little more giddy yeah. up. Oh no, no. Try flushing a deuce with a one. That doesn't. That doesn't. No. I just press the number two regardless. Oh, what a waster. Tim, what are you guys talking about over there? <laughs> <laughs> anyway. It's anyway. essentially, the essentially same exactly the yeah, same yeah. thing. The house, the house was very nice. And then uh, Sunday, well, it was an early, you know, Kansas City played the early game. Yeah. It was it was a noon game. So uh, the tailgating, to get in line, so that all the tailgaters had to be in line to get into the parking lot, what, 6 a.m.? Yeah. 6 a.m.? Yeah. Yeah. Damn. To get their spot. Because we hooked up with a group called the Tequila Gators. And they have a giant bus. Like a giant I mean, it is, like it is municipal a full, bus. It is a full-size bus with the, you know, the door up front, the door out back. You know, in the back side of it. I mean, it's a full-out bus that they have converted into a party van. Yeah, it's a city transit bus, and now it's a party That's and awesome. kitchen. We're driving down That's the highway awesome. after the game on the bus, and the Cowboys game is on. Because they have it rigged up with traveling satellite. My goodness! Yeah, it's, it's the tequila it's, gators don't play. They no. do not. Wow! And the food is ju- the most ridiculous food spread. You so, what did they serve you? Uh, uh, do that stir oh, fry. Oh, well, well, awesome. Oh, there. I apologize. Well, let's what? not jump ahead, Tim. <laughs> <laughs> I come in here and I start asking let's questions. Let's not jump. Where I'm painting the picture. <laughs> Such a vivid portrait. <laughs> so the they're end. in line uh-huh. at 6 a.m. to get in to get to their spot. Uh-huh. They've been doing this for 30 years. They yeah. know, you know, they know how to do this. They are the pros. So. We're like, we ain't getting there at 6 a.m. No way. So we, you know, we Ubered down to, to Arrowhead. We got there around 9. Yeah. 9.30. Oh, I think it was before that, right? We left the house at what, 8? 8.15? Yeah, we got there. We walked, you know, we walked yeah, in yeah. between Kauffman Stadium and, and Arrowhead, and we got to uh, the, the, the the Tequila Gators. Basically, they had like a compound set up. They, they, they turned this area of the parking lot into a city. Tim, it was their giant bus. A tent, like a basically a two, like you know those ten foot by ten sure. foot tents. Two of those that they strap together, sitting there. Then right next to that, and I know it sounds like you're like, what the hell? But it ends up being awesome. Next to that was the dumpster. Next to that, two porta potties. And that's their own little village. Dude, it's it a village. Great. You don't have to leave. Yeah, oh, it's, it's the best. It was great, and it was. They have a theme every weekend when they tailgate. We happen to be there on International Cuisine Weekend. 
I mean, they had Italian food. They had uh, a big wok. A big wok, you know, stir frying stuff, Swedish meatballs, meats and cheeses galore. It was great. We were well fed. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we were. And if you you look like you were, you know, uh, if you look like, you you know, you, you needed something to eat, somebody would always come over and go, hey, why don't you go grab yourself something to eat? They were so inviting. Yeah, we got so told to nice. go eat at least 35 times before we actually walked <laughs> through the line to get food. Hey, did you guys oh, eat yet? Yeah, you guys, guys need to go eat. Something? Go eat, guys. Go eat. Go eat something. We're fine. We got it. Hey, about every 20 minutes, somebody, you know, yell tequila shot. And they're, they're the tequila gator, so I take a tequila shot. And there's the, you know, the cheer and the hoot and the holler and the chants. And then we go into the game. And how many, look up, look up how much Arrowhead Capacity. What do you say? Seventy. I was going to guess seventy-five thousand. That's that's where I was going to. I say sixty-five. He's pretty close. Seventy-six four sixteen. Not a seat. Threw it out there. Not a seat to be found in this place. Is that right? It was packed, and the efficiency to get people in and out of that stadium as quick as it happens is yeah. to get seventy-five thousand people moved in and moved out of a place with such efficiency. Is amazing. I don't want to do any self-loathing here, but for those of us who attended the Dome and what the experience was like getting in there, and then also if, let's say, the St. Louis Rams nine years ago would have been playing the Jacksonville Jaguars, I would have imagined the settings would have been a little bit different. Yes. (laughs) I was at the last Jags-Rams game in St. Louis, and uh, I could have brought every person I know uh, (laughs) times 20. Dude, we we even talked about it. We we talked about the Dome. We talked about Chaffetz. We talked about, we're like, it's as if... Engineers thought about how to get people in and out of here quickly. Which, by the way, Riz, so it says official capacity of a football game in Kansas City is 72,936. The recorded attendance for Sunday's game was 73,493. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know how that works. Yeah, that happened. People were parachuting in. <laughs> the capacity is lower than the attendance. So I'm not exactly sure how that works, but okay. But 73,000 people just, and it was in and out. Walking in, because we, we walked in, obviously, at the start of the game. Um and and that line moved really quick through the gates. Yeah, I didn't I didn't miss a step. Didn't touch no. a person. For a building that was built in the '60s, if yeah. I'm not mistaken, they did it right. Yeah, you know, it really is all about the fact that they built that stadium with a huge parking lot. That's the key, man. That is the key. Yes, yeah. we were texting about that yesterday. Tailgating in St. Louis was always choppy because of the parking lots downtown, so it was yeah. scattered about. But if you have a parking lot like Arrowhead or other stadiums around the NFL or college football, that's what changes the whole scene. And then you get a full game day experience where you want to leave at 6 a.m. to get there. And I don't know how many people who went to St. Louis Rams games were like, oh, let's leave at 6 a.m. so we can sit in our parking lot of like 12 other cars. Yeah. You know, totally there was a li- Remember, there was a little tailgating. But relative to how great the franchise was for a period of time, you didn't get the same kind of experience that you have at Arrowhead or other buildings now, in I, the I, NFL. I was not here in St. Louis during the whole greatest show on turf. Mm-hmm. Oh, you weren't? Oh, it was actually really fun. No, I was towards the back end. I, I moved here in 03. That was kind of on the oh, backslide. Yeah. Of, yeah, right. Backslide of things. Um, what During the height of uh-huh. Rams football, was it that kind of atmosphere? So, so, so here's what I remember being a kid going with like my family and going with friends and stuff like that, going to the games. It was basically the Tequila Gators is one of 60 different tailgate parties of note at Arrowhead. There was like three. 
downtown. And most of them, the big ones, were either radio station or yeah, the right. Bud Light tailgate. That's right. There wasn't like, hey, and and you know, the 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 raucous Rams crew had a truck with a table and people swung by there. But like the tailgates that were like, we got to stop by here was like the Bud Light tailgate. Mm. Is, is that because it's parking garages? There was nowhere to go. That there was, was nowhere to do it. It's not conducive to that. Correct. And that was the byproduct of what I felt like, because I was traveling around with the Rams to all of their games from 2000 through 2005 doing television. And I would go to those games and I'd go, man, we have one of the worst stadiums in the NFL. But understandably, most people don't get a chance to see all the stadiums in the NFL. People get to see Arrowhead and maybe they would go to Soldier Field. But if you would go to, I'm sure you went to the Giant Stadium and MetLife. I've been to, to both those. But even San Francisco, which the is laid back. The Giant Stadium has a big parking lot. Yeah, Absolutely. And, 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 and what was Candlestick Park. Now, I know they're not there anymore. When the Rams would play the 49ers there, even though it's known as a laid back crowd, it still had a huge parking yeah. lot, which was conducive to people hanging out for a full game day experience. And in St. Louis, we never really had that. It's because we, we put the dome downtown. That's correct, which was the only way the legislation was going to get passed to get the thing built. So that's a self-fulfilling prophecy, unfortunately, of a subpar game day experience. All the, you know, all the stadiums that are good with tailgating are not in the middle of a city, hmm. right? Yeah. Yeah, it's very rare that, like, you, you know, got the room. It, it would be, it would be if, and, and we talked about this, if they would have built the dome where the old Chrysler plant would have been. And Fenton. It would have been huge because you had that giant parking lot and you could have tailgated all around it and it would have been awesome. The plan was actually to build a dome uh, where Rams Park is. Um, Up in Earth City? Yeah. Oh, yeah. In, the, in that area. And it was passed and uh, by Gene McNary, who was the county executive at the time in the 1980s, to keep the Cardinals here, the mm. football Cardinals. And then the mayor of the city of St. Louis, according to McNary, I interviewed him a couple years about it to go with this, uh, was told by the power brokers in the city that if you don't keep the building in the city of St. Louis, your political career is over. Wow. And so that ended. And at the time, McNary said that uh, St. Louis was in talks to bring the Spurs, the NBA Spurs, to St. Louis to play in the building. And so we would have had NFL, NBA, NHL, and baseball. Oh, dang, yeah, I know. Man. I hate to tell these stories, but... This is what happened. Politics, baby. <laughs> yeah. That's what happened. Yeah. Wow, dude. And so instead of having a facility, and I wouldn't say it would have been like Arrowhead, because Arrowhead is about as good as it gets, you know, you had the building downtown. And it was like a warehouse. It, it was lacking atmosphere. We just happened to have one of the best products in the NFL, but the atmosphere, relative to how good the product on the field was, right. sucked. And then the product on the field sucked, and then the atmosphere got worse. Well, you know, talking to these, you know, to the crew we were with, you know, they were, again, they've been doing it for 30 years through a thick and thin I mean, there were some thin years for those for those Chiefs. Oh yeah, and they stuck it out, and now they are they're on an upswing, and they're yeah, getting prime time games, and you know they're 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 living it up. But that's the thing: if you have a great atmosphere, you don't care if the team sucks right. as much because it becomes an event to mm -hmm. go to, and and that's what they have there. And we just never had that, so people are like, "Oh, the team sucks. We're not going to the games." And well, then you saw what happened. It was it was a, you know it was a, a win for the Chiefs. Everybody was jovial as they were leaving. And we stuck around the parking lot for probably another hour and a half. Kind of finished up some of the food until the cops chased everybody away. Packed up the old, you know, packed up the bus mm -hmm. and hit the road. We were out of there by, what, 4.30, 5 o'clock? Really? I mean, the efficiency of the teardown was yeah. out 
Outstanding, and that's a tip of the cap to the Tequila Gators. Yes, oh, I mean it was. You guys are pros. Zoom, zoom, everybody pitched in. I mean, they've been doing it for thirty-five years, right? Thirty-five. Yeah, thirty, thirty-five years. Everybody pitched in and you know loaded up the loaded up the bus, and they knew where everything went. That was pretty fun to watch. Yeah, yeah, we're talking like twelve crockpots, and uh, <laughs> and they had a place for all of them. Or, you know, the slow cooker things, and I mean tables and a giant walk that's this big, and TVs and and tents and everything. And it was minutes. it was a it was it felt like a full day and it was freezing. Yeah, man, you guys it enjoyed was, it even though the conditions were it that good. was cold. It was especially in that stadium. We were on the side of the stadium where there was no sun. Ooh, man, it was cold. It was. I didn't realize until we had to move, and I realized that my my toes and my feet weren't moving. They totally frozen. Couldn't feel my feet. Was actually kind of worried about it. But Tim, a plus experience. A it's plus the best, man. Out there, the love going there. I've been to Arrowhead Stadium as well. I love going there, and uh, well, listen. Now we got the the Battle Hawks here. Yeah, I was going to say, do you, th- you think because the numbers will be less than, well, I guess probably about the same as the Rams were, that the, <laughs> that the experience will be a little bit different. We'll have more opportunities to like set up those type of experiences with with Battle Hawks pregames. I did not think the Battle Hawks were going to do well when it arrived in 2020, and I was stunned by how well it did. Because it kind of had like a Bills Mafia atmosphere outside the dome. Yeah. Where the PSL holders who used to like knit sweaters during games when the Rams played, which really did happen. And you get yelled at to sit down at Rams games, which is bizarre. Can you imagine getting yelled at at You remember that, man? I remember I got yelled at to sit down after me and my buddies were out there partying, having a good time. And somebody said, sit the hell down. (laughs) And he turned around and went, crazy. This stuff went on. At Arrowhead, they yell at you for sitting down. That's the thing. Can you imagine going to a game at Giant Stadium or MetLife and somebody else can sit down? No, no. How would that play? No, but I remember at at, at Rams games. Yes. Sit down. It okay. happened. So my point being the PSL holders who wanted to sit down are not the people who go to Battlehawks games. So it creates more of an NFL atmosphere, yeah, yeah. even though it's XFL. So I'm hopeful that it, it recreates what they did in 2020. I don't know if the uh, excitement will be there just because there was so much anger directed towards Stan Kroenke. And I think that fueled that a good portion right. of it. <laughs> yes, hit it hit right. right at the right time. And they were just about to play Los Angeles when it got shut down. And well, they opened up the top tier. Yeah, of the man, to fill that thing up for an XFL. Yeah. But now we've heard we're hearing rumors, and we don't know the you know 100 facts on this, but we're hearing rumors that there was 17,000 people that signed up, or 17,000 tickets were claimed as far as the initial. Hey, you want to put the season ticket agreement down for the Battle Hawks? Oh, that's outstanding! Damn. Smashed the rest of the league. That's, that's outstanding. Amazing. Yeah, yeah. Listen, it's something to look forward to. Absolutely. Now, I do want to get this out. You know, being that you know Tim McKernan's here, uh, let's just get this out in the open. What do we got? Um, so, Kaka, mm-hmm. people credit you. Have you heard that before? No. We're starting the Kaka thing. Are you serious? This is the first time I'm I've hearing. heard that. I've heard your name. Because I think I started it. No, say because some people named Riz <laughs> say that Riz started it. Well, I had never heard this until right now. Yeah, I think I started it. So therefore, it would be difficult for me to well, claim. Well, it. somebody yelled at me, said, "No, McKern had said it first. I go, I don't know about that. I mean, I, I kind of off the cuff. <laughs> you guys want to arm wrestle? I'll I will just for the sake of it. We have a little Jello wrestling is, set up in the HD two oh, studio. Yeah, friends. it is so it is so random to hear somebody like usually you go, no, 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 that wasn't. I'm not gonna. Riz goes, I I, I started this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm taking credit for starting this. I want to take credit for it because I know it, was it me. took off. Oh, I know it was me. He says <laughs> this is a bold statement. To like, what do you this- mean? It's not. It's it's not a bold statement. It is the truth. 
It okay. is the truth. Do you trademark that thing? No, because I just threw it out there. Something dumb. People are selling merch like crazy off that. Did, even you if should I be did, cut. even if I did create it, I would not want to take claim. Why? Of it. Because people love when things naturally happen, and that, that this was this I was a fan's thing. I and now you're going, said, "Hey, everybody that says it, you I, can thank I, me." I'm not asking <laughs> for thanks. I'm just saying I naturally said it, and it became a thing. Do you recall? Was this was this on the show when or? they announced the name of the uh -huh. team? I said. It needs some kind of battle cry. And I jokingly said, caca. And then. Well, we there should be audio proof. I don't know when it was said. Well, you just got to think of the day that it was announced. Yeah. We looked that up and one of you guys was supposed to pull the audio. Remember yeah. that? We yeah. had that discussion. Yeah. Scott. Remember that? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I, like, I, I just got to see what happened there. Scott looked down, looked away as if he was getting scolded by his father. Right. We found the date. Look it up again. Damn it. Come on. Hold on. Hold on. What is the origin, what is the origin of the Battlehawk cry? I am reading an article right now. Please continue. Oh, boy. I am okay, reading so right now. This is a pivotal moment. Yet again. If the article didn't credit Yet again, you. the Riz show will not get credit, but okay. Uh, just continue. We're used to that, though, but, man. You know okay, I mean? never mind. This is this is more talking about why it was picked as Battlehawk, not as the Kakaw. This article yep. talks about the Blackhawk. This and I that. don't want anything for it. Except Maybe for a little credit. recognition. <laughs> Acknowledgement. <laughs> and thanks. <laughs> and perhaps a royalty. Pat Riley, when he was coaching the Lakers in the Showtime area, trademarked the phrase three Pete. Uh -huh. I think Kakaw has more value than the Lakers in the three-peat, and therefore you should be sitting on an island like St. Bart's or something with your Kakaw uh, loyalties. You know, next time I see somebody with a Kakaw shirt, yeah, I get go, paid. Hey, hey, man, I don't I don't need anything. Just a little acknowledgement. <laughs> Just a little cap tip. And you know what? I'm, next time I see somebody in a, with a Kakaw shirt, I'm going to go, you're welcome. Yeah. You should. You should. Every time. It's my gift to St. Louis. I think about that, that is the thing to do. <laughs> <laughs> well, if, if indeed you did correct, uh, come up with it, it is one of the most popular phrases I've heard in the last yes, decade. Yes, Tony. Here. Do we have confirmation? It sure is fascinating and fulfilling to hear or hear from people cacawing all over town. This is by Ben Hotchman, by the way, who, who oh, okay. from the Post. The Post, yeah. Kakaw is a catchphrase that brings insiders together, but it's also a call to encourage outsiders to get involved. It has grassroots feel. The team first promoted the hashtag, hashtag ready to engage, before hashtag Kakaw spread organically on social media. And it almost creates a small town tie, much like War Eagle or Woo Pig Suey ties in uh, <laughs> SEC college towns. Well, it's an accurate article. There's just no acknowledgement of the origin. Right. Do it, control F. It says here, I, I it says here, it says, uh, but, but announcing it in a long, <laughs> it is childish and there is little alliteration while vowels are and linguists would say open and loud. Well, Even more, though people have continued to yell it, not sure what it really means, except for I did enjoy anything. I did nonsense. enjoy the straight out of Kakao shirt I just saw. More it's nonsense. <laughs> more like proof. That. Yeah. More proof pointing towards you. It's not. And I will own the nonsense. <laughs> well, you wish you could. Half it's the stuff around us is people it's are nonsense. owning nonsense. If you remember the Battle Hawks, that first incarnation didn't really want anything to do with the cacao. Oh, I remember. So I it had, wasn't their idea. I was playing the music in, in the dome, and yeah. I remember I had a button that went cacao, and I played it one time, and over the headset they go, don't do that again. 
And I went, okay. Really? Oh, yeah. They did not want, the the team did not want to acknowledge or there was never a, a, an official licensed caca piece of merchandise, never caca on the screen. Yeah, they, never. In, they intentionally wanted to steer clear and never have an official touch of it. That's really surprising. When I asked them why, the guy from the XFL, who was like the regional guy, uh, he had told me, let's let the fans have that. And I went, okay. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why you wouldn't play into that. I don't know. <laughs> Seems silly, but could cause the law. <laughs> if somebody would like to go change the Wikipedia page, that'd be that'd be that would be let me go. Let me go. That would be necessary. <laughs> let me go look. It's gonna say I now. Think... It's gonna say that the Battlehawks thing was created by World Scott Thor- Rizzuto, Thor- Thor- philanthropist, philanthropist, Scott <laughs> Rizzuto, world-renowned philanthropist, oh, scientist. Man. It's good. Good. Salos Battlehawks. Here uh-huh. we go. All right. I'm going to look. Just put it on there. I'm going to keep refreshing. I'll let you know when, when our people get to work. <laughs> Just put it on there and let's see what happens. <laughs> but you never heard that you did it. I had never up until this moment. I thought there was a chance one of our listeners came up with it. But I didn't know. Maybe that's me. Yeah. Tim, here's what you maybe do. When you go me. to do when you go over there to do your show, you go. <laughs> Well, I just want to say today's the day that I take claim of being the one <laughs> to create Kakar. Yeah, yeah, he was looking for a fight. He thought you were coming yeah, in. Yeah, we're going to come in and do some radio. Oh, yeah. In the office, he turned his chair around real quick and he goes, This ends today. Kakar <laughs> <Hey. laughs> will I be did, settled. I did, I did say that. <laughs> this ends today. The battle for the um, Kakar. All right, so Tim is in here, you know, because. Yeah, you're you're a good friend, and uh, we do want to talk some business. Yeah, business. Let's talk some business. So let's talk about this uh, this endeavor you've you've got going on here. It's called Sound Story. Mm-hmm. Okay, now explain what Sound Story is. So I've been doing a podcast and for a few years, involved here. which you appeared on, and and I believe your mic wasn't turned on, Dude, which which is so magical, hilarious. This guy invites hilarious. me to go on to his podcast. Yeah, this, okay, this. I take two and a, we talked for two. And we and did. Half hours. We went. We went deep. Okay, I went to. Your studio's in Kirkwood, way out of my way. <laughs> Kirkwood's essentially Chicago. And then we t- we had a great conversation. And come to find out, the mic was my mic was off the entire time. Well, it, it turns out that Iggy didn't want to sit in the studio during the conversation because he had darts to smoke. Mm-hmm. And so he just left and wasn't monitoring the audio. And then when it came back, um, we found out that your mic wasn't on the entire time. Yeah, cool. Yeah. Super cool. <laughs> I thought subtle... you were going to say Iggy didn't want to sit in the studio because, yikes, Riz, yuck. <laughs> now, that was a subtle jab over this caca nonsense. Yeah. He was like, I'm going to get him still back. Angry this was about... pre-caca. <laughs> it was pre-caca, actually. Uh, and so doing the podcast, uh, somebody said, you ought to interview your dad. My dad has, has been in sales for years in St. Louis. And I said, oh, I don't want to do that because we'll both wind up crying our eyes out at oh, some really? point. I don't want to do that. And then a listener emailed me and said, don't do it for yourself or for your dad, but do it for your kids and your brother's kids and their kids, because then that way they'll always have your dad's voice and his stories. And I go, Matt, that's, that's it. That's the whole thing right there. And so I said, hey, if any of you would like me to interview your parents, grandparents, so you will always have that, uh, just let me know. And since then, I've interviewed 150 people parents, grandparents with what we now call sound story. And, uh, and Joe Buck, you'll hear his voice. Uh, he is the one on the commercials, uh, now as we're working together on this. So we've been doing it with the TMA audience, our show next door. And I thought for your audience, it would be, you know, incredibly cool for you, Riz, you, Moon, you, Patrico, 
to be able to interview parents, grandparents, or people themselves. They come in and they just for their their own stories to be told. Uh, and if you are interested in doing it, it's like a 45-minute, hour-long interview, just talking about growing up, jobs, marriage, kids, life experiences. Uh, I've interviewed World War II veterans. So, so basically, so we would interview you or your loved one. Correct. And there will forever be a digital record of you telling your story. That's correct. Or in the case of parents, their parents' story. And, and it's also... Uh, I don't want to say, you know, super casual, but I mean, oh, it is. It, it's it's to the point where if you want to come in here and you want it to be funny and, and, and very like upbeat, great. If you want it to be a straightforward, hey, we want to ask you some questions and get, you could do that too. It's pretty much up to them, right? It's 100%. It's a conversation that I would say yeah. it's so easy to do, but I love doing them because when I'm, you guys interview musicians, comedians, sometimes they don't want to talk about certain things and you understand it going in. Athletes absolutely don't want to talk mm -hmm. about certain things and you're going to get your Bull Durham canned answers. But when somebody's sitting down to tell their life story, they want to share everything. And it's mm -hmm. a private conversation. So it's not like something that's going out yeah. over the air. Uh, and we send an MP3 file. You can book it at mysoundstory.com, whether it's a gift certificate for the holidays um, or you schedule it and you can schedule it with, with one of the fine gentlemen here. Take your pick um, and enter the promo code RIZ and that gets you 10% off. Whoa. It's at mysoundstory.com. At that. Dang. 10% uh, off. Promo code is RIZ, mysoundstory.com. Dot com and uh, and like I said, you come, you can either come in here yeah. to the Hubbard Studios, not necessarily the Point Studios, um, or do it over Zoom if that is easier. Mm -hmm. It's up to you. And like I said, I've done about 150 of these things, and I love doing them because it's just easy. You're just BSing with people, and well, everybody truly has a story. Yeah. And it's one of those things that you know, if you don't get it, it's it's not a gift you'll regret ever getting or giving. You know, yeah, and, and you'll have it forever. Yeah, and there's certain things about you know. My parents or my, you know, my grandparents. You don't, you don't know everything, and to hear it in their own words that you could pass down to your kids, and then their kids could pass down, and it's in their own words. Right, right. It, it's a priceless, priceless 100%. thing. Hundred percent. And the wisdom, you know, I think sometimes people who are older, you kind of get cast aside in American business or society, and but when you've seen it all, man, you know, you don't want a restaurant review from somebody who hasn't been to the restaurant. Mm. You know, you want your your review from somebody who's lived it. And I get so much wisdom just from listening to people. It gives good perspective. Yeah. And um, the stories are, are absolutely fascinating. They're not necessarily stories of, of glory or anything like that. It's just life. And, uh, and the, re the response I get from the people who get these things um, is overwhelming when they're listening for the first time to their mom or dad or their grandmother and grandfather and going, God, number one, I didn't know that. And number two, I now know I have their voice forever mm -hmm. and my kids will be able to hear their voice forever. So it was a business that was started by accident. And uh, for the holidays, it is, it's one of those gifts that people go, man, what should I get my mom or dad? This is great. This is it. Mysoundstory.com. Yeah, you don't have to do anything. You just got to go to right. the website. Yeah, and just it. click it, and you can get the gift certificate, or you can schedule it and uh, and come in here and, and meet one of you guys and, and do the interview. Your so pick. Soundstory.com. Mysoundstory.com. Enter promo code Riz at checkout to get the 10% off. Pick, you know, pick one of us. Pick, hey, want to use somebody from TMA? Go ahead. Yeah. Who else is on? Uh, John Hewlett. Whoa, all right. Learn. Take all our business. Randy Carriker. <laughs> uh, Courtney. Uh, uh, here at uh, 106.5 The Arch. And, uh, yeah, just started because I was doing, me and Doug Vaughn on TMA were doing them all. And I'm like, man, I mean, I love doing them, but 
you know, our audience is only, you know, nobody on the Riz show mm. had heard about it. So I'm like, why not expand oh, yeah, we're in. to this audience? So. Hey, just, you know, That's if so you cool. request, you can request for John Hewlett to, to do his with a shirt off. <laughs> he likes doing topless interviews? Yes, he will. And if, <laughs> if requested... I think I just made a purchase. <laughs> Woo, I'm hot. Yeah. Get that for your dad. <laughs> but he wants to be shirtless too. Yeah. Yeah. Two topless gentlemen telling their stories. Two nips out Johns. Just going <laughs> in. MySoundStory.com. Use promo code RIZ at checkout to get uh, your 10% off. And get, you know, it, it, the whole explanation's up there if you want. You know, more a more in depth as to what this is. Just yeah. go to the yeah, website. Yeah, there are clips. Uh, I think of my interview with my dad and uh, and Joe Buck. On there, because when I talk to Joe about it, he goes, "Well, it's great." Because when I want to hear my dad's voice, I just can go to YouTube and I hear it. Yeah. But I have some friends whose parents have passed away, and they would do anything just to be able to hear the voice. You know, people say yeah, voicemails, you know, or they or they um, or regret not having it, and so now you have the voice and the stories, and um, it's just something that I've loved doing, and I love even more so the response from the people who wind up doing it when they hear it mm. for the first time. So yeah, that's it's pretty cool, man. A quick note on that, too. You said you get the voice and the stories, but in addition to that, I've been showing the, uh, we just started, we got a VCR and figured out how to hook it up to the newfangled televisions and everything, and we've been showing old videos. Isn't that the best? Yeah, we, like my kids are seeing me at, at eight or nine, but even more so, we're finding out that they're starting to pick up more personality traits from my parents. So they see my parents on a regular basis, but what you're getting when you're hearing somebody tell their story is you're really getting a piece of their personality. 100%. And, you know, your grandkids, or, I mean, your kids don't necessarily know your parents' personality or yeah, your grandparents' personality. Yeah, there's only so much you could say. You, there's only so, so, uh, there's only a... If they are not telling the story, you're missing nuance. Right, right. And I tell I tell them all this stuff about my parents and, and all this kind of stuff, and they know this amount. But even just watching those little bit of videos, they're picking up personality things. They get a solid 45-minute story from my father. They're going to hear his personality mm -hmm. like they've never heard it before. Yeah, yeah it's a great, it's a, it's a really cool idea. And when, and when I heard about this, I was like, man, we got to get it. Well, I'm home. excited to have you guys as a part of it. So uh, yeah, man, thank you awesome. for having thank me uh, for come in and us. talk about it. I know you got to jump over to your own show, which starts uh, in, in eight minutes. But I do want to offer our, our thoughts about Jay Jr. Thank you. One Thank you. I appreciate guys, that. Jay Jennings Jr. is a fella. Oh my he's god, he's a great man. fella. Jay Jr. announced last week that he's, you know, he's got cancer. And yeah, he has a terminal liver cancer, and uh, it came out of absolutely nowhere. And and for our audience, he's a guy who hasn't been full time on TMA, but he, he's filled in on TMA. Mm -hmm. And I think people know him from St. Louis Sports Radio. He's been doing it since '92. He's one of the originals, yeah. and his father. People may know him as a longtime NBC sportscaster, and he was on Channel 5. I think he was a sports director for where Mike Bush took over back in the 1980s. And he's just a great guy, and the audience loves him. And uh, we've raised $46,000 for him. And if you are interested in making a donation, jrandolphjr.com. Just a great guy. So thank yeah, you for Yeah, if we could put that up on the socials, that'd be great. Because yeah. I know your your audience was very generous when you know we were going through our thing with, with Jeff. Mm -hmm. And, uh, yeah, just broke my heart hearing that about Jay I appreciate that. Thank you, guys. And he's, you know, we did a couple events with him. Man, that's a funny dude. Oh, yeah. He enjoys it. That's Legendary storyteller. Legendary story. Well, story we did a couple events over at Hot Shots, you know, with girls in bikinis. That's, yeah. <laughs> that's that's his spot. That's, that's his sweet spot. That's his spot. Yeah, <laughs> that's a fastball down the middle for him. But, hey, dude, thanks for coming in. Thank and, you, guys. You know, the, doors, the doors always open. I know, I, I, I when I was texting with Tim yesterday, he said, just come in. Like, just 
And walk, even when I got here, I said, I'm here whenever. I the, but you guys are in, flowing. Walk, there's no flow. You just walk <laughs> in the door. Yeah. You have that ability. You have, oh, is that right? Would you be I really mad if I just walked in? It'd be great. For real. I know a lot of people would be upset if you no just way. Like, walk in. But this is but this is But what shows. you guys are doing. Hey, make it, it we, clear. This That's an invitation is for Tim. Oh, for Tim. Yeah. Because you know there <laughs> might be a gentleman with bleach blonde hair who might suddenly wander in. As he's known to do. And oh, Iggy? Ken Iggy Stroh. He, if Iggy wanted to come in, too, he's he got would be too. able Iggy to can dazzle barely make you. it in there on time. You think he's going to be in here? <laughs> he's late for every one of our segments. We are bowling in Iggy's uh, Oh, you guys are coming to Gobble Bowl? Yep. Are you going? Yeah. All right. Is that gobble, right? Gobble. Yeah, we're going on Oh, that's going outstanding. On yeah. How about that? We got our own yeah. team. Look at that. Mm-hmm. Is there a strong bowler in this uh, group? Tony's dad. Apparently my dad. Is that who, right? Who had, he he bowled every other Saturday with this mixed league, and he's bowled in the past. He hasn't bowled in three years. Him and my mom, because my dad knew he was coming out with us, went bowling They've on been practicing. They've been training. And my dad bowled like a 220. Oh, he's just a natural. Just solid. Oh, I'm going to be honest awesome. with you. I am... Really scared of bowling with your dad because I know he's going to make fun of me. You say that. I think he's going to be very supportive and nice. You've seen how we act. You see how we interact. He's going to be supportive. He's going to be behind you the whole time. The worst. Will he coach us? <laughs> he's going to call me pathetic. I guarantee it. If you throw it into the gutter one time, it's over for you. He's not going to let you live. Well, he said they can put the bumpers up. So. Bumpers will be up on Saturday. All right, there he is, the legendary Tim McCarter. Yeah, Thank you, gentlemen. Everybody. Thank you. See you on, we'll on the YouTube you and our uh, HD2 uh, station. Yeah, man. Kaka. Kaka. That's the law. Spread the word that I started it. Thank you. <laughs> uh, hey, t- spread the word that I started that. <laughs> As he walks out. Hey, man, spread the word that that was all me. Uh, we got to have that on record. I'm, I'm telling you. Somebody go through the archives. Man. Uh, teamers, remember the day brought to you by Copper Fire Bar and Eatery in Belleville. Come at me. I mean, what? <laughs> <laughs> come at me. I mean, come on. Uh, from Jonesburg, Missouri, Stephanie Thomas is out. Team Riz, member of the day. She is a, a longtime Point and Richard listener. Says, I got to always trust the guys to keep me awake and entertained while driving to work. Headline goo. And when we get off on a tangent after reading listener emails are Stephanie's favorite parts of the Riz show. Stephanie Thomas from Jonesburg is our Team Riz member of the day. Get super sweet Team Riz member of the day. Soccer oh, jersey. Man. What? Get yourself signed up on 1057thepoint.com slash Team Riz. Go ahead. Uh, the fan base has used the battle cry caca, which was started by the HD2 radio legend Tim McCurt. Oh, sorry. 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 The, let me read this again. The fan base has used the battle cry caca, which was thought to be started by HD2 radio legend Tim McCurkin. But credit actually goes to award-winning golfer and Cheddar Bay Biscuit enthusiast Scott Rizzuto from KC95. That's amazing. It's official. What a disaster. Don't touch it. That is official. Tim McCurkin. That's brilliant. I do love Cheddar Bay Biscuits. You know that. Cheddar Bay Biscuit enthusiast. All right, we'll, uh, we'll take a break. That got a real tear out of you guys. Yeah, man. That was solid. We'll come back. We got Crab on Celebrities and a, uh, a special announcement. Uh, a special announcement. A major event in somebody's personal life. Something happened over the oh. weekend. And uh, 
We'll let you we'll let you know. I'm sure you had some big goals to get yourself in shape, to find out what's going on inside you. And this is why you gotta head to Victory Men's Health. They have three locations and are open five days a week, so it's really easy to get in there, really easy to schedule an appointment. Plus, you can just go to victorymenshealth.com and they have it right there in front of you. Very simple how to sign up and, uh, and get over there and go get your blood work done. That's what Tony did, that's what I did. And this is what allows you to know what's going on inside. You wanna get better with your workouts, you wanna lose weight, you wanna have a better sex life, you wanna have uh, more energy, you just wanna think clear. Well, you could do that now because Victory Men's Health will show you what you got to work on. For me, I was low in testosterone, low in vitamin D. All that is perfect now, thanks to Victory Men's Health. They got me on the right doses. They figured out everything, and uh, now I'm actually good to go. So my workouts are better. I sleep amazing now. I've had sleeps where I feel like I'm a middle schooler. It's incredible. I encourage you guys head over to Victory Men's Health, get the help you need, get yourself in shape, find out what's going on inside you. Do that also by checking out Victory Men's Health, and uh, and also listen to our podcast, Women Want Strong Men. You can find that on our website or any. Uh, podcast network. Again, visit our good friends at Victory Men's Health. That's victorymenshealth.com. If you are suffering from facial pain, drainage, pressure, you're tired all the time, it's time to take control. It's time to figure out what's going on with you. Take action by making a phone call to St. Louis Sinus Center. With their balloon sinus dilation procedure, it's easier than going to the dentist and it's proven to be as effective as traditional sinus surgery. Not to mention that traditional surgery, it's very painful. Take control. 314 314- for relief. That's 314 for relief or stlsinuscenter.com. Don't be complacent. Make the call. Make a change because there's an option for you. Feel better and have a better quality of life. What's up? It's your boys, the New Day. And you're listening to the Rizzuto Show. Happy birthday, Riz. Number 314-624-3833 or 618-398-3833. The Studio Cams, 1057thepoint.com. Slash Riz, the socials, at R-I-Z-Z. Show your emails, rizshow at 1057thepoint.com. Match up with Moon happening in just a little bit. So not only will we have tickets to give out for the sold-out Blue October show, not only will we have tickets for Monday Night Raw coming up, March 20th over at Enterprise. We'll have Jerry Cantrell tickets. We've got tickets for the Ho-Ho Show with Falling in Reverse. And we do have one pair of tickets to go see St. Louis City SC's first official match over at City Park tomorrow. Heck yeah, man. And that's courtesy of our friends at Together Credit Union. That's awesome. So I think, you know what, the first round of Matchup with Moon will be for the St. Louis City SC tickets. It's a big deal. Sweet. That's a big deal. It is a big deal. Um, is that a night game? It is. It's a night game. Under the lights, downtown St. Louis. I, I, you know what I saw? I saw. I guess they announced what the rest of the food options are going to be. Oh, it's ridiculous! Yeah, ridiculous. It's, they said it's the most. Um, oh shoot! What's the word? Most comprehensive. Comprehensive. It's a, it's basically it's basically a food truck event. Every game. Yeah. But every great local restaurant ever is represented. That's awesome. Yeah, they're saying it's like the most. Comprehensive. All, it, okay, comprehensive. Yeah, yeah. Concert, comprehensive food options in all major sports. Riz, stop me when you want. Okay? In the U.S., okay. I have a full list here. Balkan Treat Box, Beast Craft, Steve's Hot Dogs. We got all those. Those already. were already announced already. Now Dewey's, The Block, yeah. Mayo Ketchup, Pie Slow Guy. Down. Slow okay. down. These are all great. The, all right, mayo Ketchup is amazing. Yep. Dewey's we love. Yep. D.D. Mao, Pie Guy, Padrino's Mexican Restaurant, Nudo House, uh, Antonio's, Wally's. Uh, Wally's. Wally's? The, yeah, Wally's yeah. the uh, the 
The gas station. The gas station. No way. Yeah. Get gas there. Uh, what is? Uh, I, I know you know this, Riz. Malanche. 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 That that's that place I took you to. Yeah, the Mexican place. Oh, that place is awesome. Uh, farm so good. Farm truck. Ice is plain and fancy. The fattened calf. Bold spoon creamery. Chez Ali. Caldi's coffee. Crown candy. G and W sausage and meats. And the goat brand. Yep. Holy. Wow. The goat brand. Oh, yeah, bad. the potato chips. How about that? I think it's Shali. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. You got it, man. How about G&W Sausage and Meats? How about that? Awesome. Great. Every like great restaurant is involved with the food over there at uh, City Park Stadium. That's yeah. awesome. And that's all Gerard Kraft, I guess. Yeah. He put all that stuff together. He was like the the main guy to kind of yeah, craft, what's his, uh, craft the menu. Hey. What's his uh, title there? It's like Chief Culinary Officer or something so, like that. Yeah. Food czar. Food czar. It sounds good. Hey, is that fattened calf? Is that, oh, is that the old fatted calf? City's flavor officer. Flavor officer. <laughs> yeah, that's even better. <laughs> is that the old fatted calf? That place was amazing. What's it called? He said fattened calf, but there used to be a fatted calf in Clayton that was just ridiculous. Oh, I don't know. I wonder if that's the same place or the same place. Oh, I'm looking right now. It says the fattened eat. calf. Yeah, yeah. I wonder if that's... You can eat your ass off while you're down there. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you can. They're at 2724 Cherokee Street. Thank you, Flavor Officer. Flavor Officer, Gerard Kraft, check it in. Flavor Officer Kraft, reporting for duty. Um, A major life event for somebody uh, on the show here to uh, to talk about. And uh, King Scott. Yeah, King Scott. Yeah. Some huge news. Huge news. This dude lost his baseball glove yeah. in Kansas City. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What a bummer. Man. I'm sorry to hear that, man. And that glove was awesome. It was quite a catch, man. Hey, uh. Can you believe it? No, no, in all seriousness, this guy, did you leave, did you, you left your, your baseball glove in. An Uber. The right? Uber. Yeah. This guy spent two hours <laughs> trying to get that glove back. On Sunday night. Yeah, and it was a great response. Everything from the Uber driver, he's he's done a really good job helping us. Did you talk to him? Nope, nothing. There's, this is crickets from that guy. I guess it was a really good glove. Was it? I mean, the way that you trying to be detective, trying to get this thing back, was it like a gift from your father or something? It was one that I mean, they bought. My parents bought me whenever I was a, a youngster. Oh, that was an old glove. Oh, it was super old. It's it's only the second glove I've ever had in my life. Oh, is that true? Dang. Yeah. How I was like, yeah, so I need to get a new one. I think this is appropriate. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I didn't know. I didn't know it had such sentimental value. Yeah. Now Roy is playing catch somewhere with it. I know. Oh, he's man. Roy, the Uber guy. Guys, guys, and if you was... would have been, if you would have been in the room, in the Airbnb with us, for thirty minutes when Scott was on the phone with Uber trying to find his glove. It was quite possibly the funniest moments of my life. Poor guy's trying to get his glove back, yeah. and you're making fun of him. Well, you're. That's pretty messed up, man. Yeah. Don't care. Don't because you, you guys were all involved. So if you could sleep at night saying that you didn't, then sleep Say at goodbye. night. And sleep at night, all of you. You all were involved. Baseball gloves. 
Yeah, Uber guy Roy's new profile picture is him having a catch with somebody. Yeah, <laughs> the glove. <laughs> Those were some of the jokes. <laughs> uh, dude, the I best, the best joke we was did, they were like, we the, did a round of jokes about it. <laughs> he was he was texting back and forth on the app with the, with Uber, and it said, "Please hold as we try and locate your Uber driver." And we all lost it. We were like, "Can you imagine Roy's just out there, just putting some heat on the glove, just oiling it up, <laughs> just getting it all loose and ready to yeah, go?" Yeah, he wants some. He hey, call he emailed the station wants the maintenance record. When was the last time he oiled it up? Yeah, I said, all of a sudden, we turn on ESPN and we hear the story of this guy named Roy from Kansas, Missouri, from Kansas, yeah. Kansas City, who, who made it to the major leagues with this magic glove that he found yeah. in the back of his Uber. That's right. But yeah, he also needs, I should have let him know, the Jose Canseco autograph in there, it's printed. It's not a real autograph. Oh, okay. It's a Jose, glove. oh, dude, it's a Jose Canseco. Oh, yeah. That's how old that glove Model. is. Model. Hey, I will be completely honest with you, Scott. You screwed up here because you didn't bring it in the briefcase. I know. I if know. you would have brought the briefcase, which is where I know hand. that yeah. you are, that is how you travel with the glove, this wouldn't have been an issue. I got to acknowledge people on uh, on social media saying, King, wait a second, King Scott brought a baseball glove to a well, football game? Well, he didn't know what sport well, he yeah, was Yeah, I thought to. that's what you do. You got to catch the football somehow. Now, let's be fair. Three of us brought baseball gloves to a football game because man we're on a par- we're in a parking lot for like 7 hours or whatever and trying to stay warm you know yeah fellers like us we're from St. Louis and when we get out there on an open parking lot we like to throw a ball around even better we show up to the tailgate and <laughs> Scott's is gone cuz he just left it in Uber and Riz left his back at the at the house so I'm there alone with a baseball glove that looks even worse which is exactly I, the way it should have been <laughs> I put my glove in Tony's bag and then Scott asked me to put a sweater in there, and in the switching and the putting of the sweater, the glove didn't make it. Now, I'm going to ask you this question, though. The glove shows up. Do you play catch yesterday or Sunday? I Not you, a I, I chance. I guarantee we would have. Not a chance. Cold. It, was it was cold. It was so damn cold, yeah, I never took my hands to, out of my pockets. We would have done ever. that to warm up. No. Code. Yeah. No. Nope. Yeah, we would have done it. No. Nope. But I looked even dumber because I was like the only one with a baseball glove. I'm like, what are you going to do? Did you catch a ball in there? I didn't even bring mine. I was like, there's no way. It's 23 degrees out. There's no way I'm even bringing this to Kansas City. Well, I'm sorry about your glove, Scott. Yeah, Thank it you. sucks, bro. Thank you. No, yeah, so uh, anyone I'll take it. I'll take it to play it against sports. I'll buy you a new glove. Thank you. Maybe someone at the Rawlings office is listening. No, no attempts. Yeah, and send some softball bats. Too. No attempts past that first night to get a hold of Roy. I know, man, and uh, I guess that's a. It is a really good glove, and so I'm glad he has it. Did you attempt? It won again? me a lot of championships. I think it'll win him some. What's that? Yeah, have you have you talked did, to? Did you try calling Uber again since then? No, uh, Tommy was going to give me the updates because it's through his. Uh, oh, yeah, it was on yeah, his yeah, his yeah, account. Yeah. Um, so, but uh, it's you know, hey, you hey, never Roy's, know. One, Roy's got a really good glove, and I hope it gets a lot of good use. One day, it. I uh, you know, a package may show up, and it just be your glove in there. Yeah. I hope Sorry, so. about that, Scott. Thank you. Also, Thank Tony you. got engaged on Friday. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Congrats, man. Thanks. That's a pretty big deal. <laughs> Appreciate yeah. that. This time from my glove. That was... <laughs> well, which I guess you could use a song for that, too. <laughs> what are you, Freedom? For, for a single life. This is uh, for Tony's Freedom. How do <laughs> no, Tony got engaged. Congratulations. Thanks, man. That's, Thank that's a real story. I wanted to make it seem like, you know, Scott was having a kid or anything. Unless you got something to announce. <laughs> Uh, Way to no, want to no take gloves. the spotlight away from Tony, this jerk. Wow, what an idiot. No, congratulations. And you did it Thanks. You did it Friday. Friday night before we went to dinner. Friday night before you went to dinner. We had a yep. nice dinner at Noto, yep. one of our favorite restaurants. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Where where'd you do it? At my house. At the house. Yeah, I uh, I put together a video. I got in contact with like a bunch of her friends, uh, family members, my family, and I had them record like little tiny you know fifteen second video clips of why do you love Mary Beth, and then they all. You know, the minute was the video was like six minutes long of these little clips of why they loved Mary Beth, and then at the end, it said "turn around," and she turned around, and I was down on one knee, and there it was. There it is. Yep. There it is. What did she Done. say? Uh, maybe we're gonna wait and see. Oh, no, she she said she said yes, <laughs> and uh, yeah, it was great, man. She knew it was coming, right? I mean, oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She and it's funny, and I found she out the screws to you. So like. In the middle, of, in the middle of December, we always go to. Or once a year, we go to this lake house that we found that we really like. We go for two days. We're going at the in the middle of December, and she thought that, that that's there. when I was going to do it. But I had told her I want her to go with me to pick out the engagement ring, and I had told her, "Hey, this Thursday, we were going to go up to Morris Royce and sit with John and go over some things." And she started doing the math in her head and went, "There's no time." There's no way that the timing works yeah. out. So she was like, well, bummer. Uh, it's going to happen probably after the first of the year. And she was convinced that that was the case. Convinced. But in reality, any time in the past two and a half months that I've said, I have a buddy that has gone up to Moritz Roish, it's, it's me. Him. It's been me. Wow. So wow. I, I am, I'm happy to know that you're buddies with yourself. Thanks, man. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, she had zero idea, completely... Blindside. Surprised her. I think it was going to be that Friday Dude, night. Not at all. She stood up. You think and she's disappointed? When she stood up and she turned around, she went. She went. What's going? What's going on? What are we doing? What's going on? Like she literally had no idea. She think, you think she's a little disappointed it didn't happen at the lake house? No, I think she's thrilled that it happened mm. right now. And uh, the, the, one of the funnier things uh, was all three of the kids were there. My two kids and her kid, we were all there, and my son got in the middle between us. As I'm down on one knee, he got in between us, and he goes, no, nobody's getting married. And I was like, get out of here, man. Look out. <laughs> so he ran upstairs, and I'm like, what the hell is going on with this? Like, I don't understand. He's like, really preventing this. You didn't record this? No. He comes downstairs. He's got a Pokemon ring, and he gets down on one knee and proposes uh, to Mary Beth. Oh, that's awesome. It was great, man. She was say? awesome. She said no to him, but yes to me. So, uh, good. Yuck, how cute. You Yuck, how cute. It? No, I didn't want to record it. You record everything. She was crying. I was crying. I didn't want to record uh, anything. Uh, uh. <laughs> yeah, buddy. Cry all you want, brother. You, you wahoo me all you want. When's the wedding? Uh, we don't know. Uh, probably fall of uh, of next year. At least that's what I want. Oh, fall twenty three, huh? See, here's and I'm gonna. T this is this fall is, of twenty three. We want to do a Friday in the fall of twenty three. I'm a huge, huge believer in Friday. Is weddings. there a particular uh, wedding venue you're looking at? We don't have anything in mind right now. I've got a couple in the back of my head that I really like, mm. but uh, it's gonna be smaller. It's not gonna be anything huge, but. It's gonna be it's gonna be a party. We're gonna have a great time. Fifteen minute ceremony. Are you DJ boom, boom. your own. My company will, but I will not. You're not thinking maybe a live band. I would love a live band. I want to talk to her about that. In all you reality, as a DJ, I would love a live band and the ability to play some songs. Yeah, like a combo. Like so, when the band takes a break, we can knock out our wobbles, cha cha slides, Cupid shuffles. Things like and that. no, listen, no offense to the DJ thing. I, you know, love the DJ service, but if you have a good live wedding band, man, that that could play. Yep. Mm -hmm. Man, that's that's something. There's something about that. Yep. 
But uh, oh yeah, and I've seen a bunch. There are a bunch of weddings that I've DJed where a band plays for 30, 45 yeah, minutes, the and then I play for an hour, and then they play for 35, 45 minutes, yeah. and then I end the night for an hour. You know, like yeah, I love that. Combo. That that happens. Now bachelor party. Okay, we're going away. Sure, we're going away. That's what yeah. I. That's what I would prefer. Uh, 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 or something. I've never been to Nashville. I would love to go to Nashville. Yeah, let's is. do it. Let's make it about Riz. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest with you, let's Good do it. Call. I'm down. I'm down with Nashville faux show. I've never been. Why don't we go further? Because there's a lot of other places you haven't been. I don't. I because I like Nashville. Nashville's fun, and well, plus it's not that far. I think you'd like Honolulu too. Yeah, but I don't want to do all that. I don't want to travel like that. I want to somewhere we can go and we can do. Well, the you thing. can drive the van. Yeah, I'm in <laughs> to Honolulu. All right. No, sure. no to Nashville. Sure. Yeah. I would go to New Orleans. Hey man, you want me to sit up front? Ah, uh, New Orleans would be fun. That's far. I appreciate the offer. I'd rather you not. <laughs> yeah, that's nice. But congratulations. Yeah. Tony Patrico, now engaged person. Thanks, man. Yeah, dude, congrats. Can we not refer to Mary Beth as your fiance? She asked me. She goes, so are you going to call me my, your fiance now? I go, nope, you're my lady. Yeah. That, that, she's my lady. That's that's how she will forever be. Is that word kind of grates on me? Fiance? Yeah. She, she, she did text me and say, you know, when we were in Kansas City, she went... She and this was all this was her tongue in cheek completely, but she put sup fiance and I put hey. <laughs> <laughs> um, you love the movie The Terminal, right? Love it, absolutely love it. One of my favorites. That's one and of, I don't know one, why. That's one of Tony's favorites. To me, Krakosia. That was probably one of the more forgettable. Maybe because I saw it once and was like, ah, eh. I love well, it. forgettable. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, a lot of people remember it just because it was such a weird thing to see Tom Hanks doing full-blown well, accent. It was Steven Spielberg. It was Tom Hanks. And every, the cast was great. Every, you know, everything going for it. I just, to me, we'll look up the Rotten Tomatoes. I want to, I want you to give it another shot. Maybe I will. It was a 2004 movie. Man, I that just wasn't, wasn't your it was time. It wasn't my time. Yeah, it wasn't your time. I really wasn't paying attention to much. And I'll be, I'll be honest with you. I'm not going to like it as a 20-something. And he's, he's just... An anomaly. The reason that I liked it so much was because it was a DVD that I bought at Walmart that was in the $4.99 bin, and I went, and this one. And I went, that's what we're watching. And that was the DVD that ended up going into the Xbox and would play when I would fall asleep in college. Well, the the it's based off that an Iranian sense. man. Like, it's a, like a real story. Yeah. 74% audience, 61% critics. So the Iranian guy whose life inspired... Steven Spielberg's The Terminal uh, died uh, in, in, in the Paris airport where he had been living say, for a, the past 18 a, years. 29 Like, he was still there. So like, was he, he was a still celebrity at the in the airport? His name is Mehran Karimi Nassari. He died Saturday of a heart attack at Charles de Gaulle Airport. Wow. He lived in the airport's Terminal 1. Oh, I guess. I guess. Okay, so he lived there from 88 to 06. That's a long, long time. Yeah. From 88 to 06, leaving Iran in 74 to study in England, he was imprisoned when he returned to Iran for protesting the Shah and then expelled without a passport. He then fled for asylum, but later had his refugee certificate stolen. He was arrested by French police and sent to the airport. Uh, he was eventually offered refugee status but refused to sign paper since he enjoyed living in the airport. So did so I guess he did die. Okay, he died at the airport. 
But I wonder if he had his own, like, kind of living quarters. If they gave there. him a room or something? Like, he was at Terminal 1 from 88 to 06. So from 06 to that's 16 years later, I don't know what was going on. but What's the guy's name? Mehran. Okay. Common uh, spelling. M-E-H-R-A-N. Tamadon. Mehran. Karimi. Nasiri. Oh, Nasiri. Okay, got it. But uh, let's see here. Uh, he lived. He lived in Terminal One from August 1988 to July of 06, yep. and then he was hospitalized. So he's been in the hospital. For- oh, oh! He returned to living at the airport in September of 2022 and died there of a heart attack in November. Oh, wow! So Dang. he just returned oh, and ended up dying. Went back home. Hummer. Oh my God! Have you seen this? This I mean, this is how this man lived. Like, there he is. What is that? Is that that's like the a, terminal that's one like a room? Yeah, but I mean, what? Yeah, it's like a little tiny hallway or something. Wow! It's just like it's it's almost like a little privacy room for phone calls or something. And he's got a tiny little round table, one single chair. Uh, the edge of the window is basically like a desk next to like a radiator vent or like a bench yeah, type weird. thing. He's got things all all up on the bench. And then I guess that's a bed on the right side? That's where he lived. He lived at that's his wow. house. It's in the middle of the terminal. It's crazy. Our house in the middle of the, the terminal. terminal. Interesting. All right, today is uh, November the 15th, back in the day, 231 years ago, 1791. The first Catholic college in the U.S., Georgetown University, opened. Uh, 36 years ago, 1986, Beastie Boys released their debut record, Licensed to Ill, the first number one rap album on the Billboard charts. All right, 32 years ago, 1990, Millie Vanilli producer Frank Farian publicly admitted that Fabrice Morvan and Rob Pilatus never sang a single note on their record. And the lip-syncing Millie Vanilli eventually returned their best new Grammy artist. Fab is now a pitchman for KFC, while Rob is not with us anymore. Uh, 28 years ago, 1994, TLC released their second record, Crazy Sexy Cool, featuring uh, Creep and Waterfalls. 26 years ago, 1996, Space Jam was released, starring Michael Jordan and Bugs Bunny. 21 years ago, 2001, Microsoft, uh, Microsoft launches the first Xbox console. It sold for $299. Its competition that year was PlayStation 2 and the Nintendo GameCube. Uh, 17 years ago, 2005, Carrie Underwood puts out her debut record, Some Hearts, featuring Jesus Take the Wheel. Eight years ago, in 2014, the Sony PlayStation 4 is released. And three years ago, in 2019, Joker, starring Joaquin Phoenix, is the first R-rated film to earn $1 billion worldwide. And that's what happened back in the day. The Rizzuto Show. Crap on celebrities. All right, time to find out what's going on in the world of music and entertainment with your Crap on Celebrities. And it's all brought to you by Bright House Plumbing Company. Call the best, flush the rest, 636-600-0188. Jay Leno has suffered serious burns to his face on Saturday when one of his cars burst into flames inside of a garage in California. Now, according to TMZ, Jay burned the left side of his face, but there was no damage to his eye or his ear. He was taken by ambulance to a burn center, but it's not clear if he's still there. He did have to cancel a gig on Sunday in Vegas, and his people did release a statement saying, uh, I got some serious burns from a gasoline fire. I am okay. Just need a week or two to get back on my feet. All I know is yesterday, this was way worse because I saw the tweet yesterday that was like, Jay Leno's camp says, Leno is alive, but are unsure how serious injuries are. Oh, really? Yeah. 
Yeah. So what's the, is this a newer update that quote him? Correct. He this was a this was a statement from him that said, uh, "Hey, I need some time to recover. It'll be a week or two. I'll be back on my feet. I am okay." Oh, wow. so That's scary. Yeah. Uh, Nick Cannon can never, ever, ever stop working. And you always ask, Riz, why does this man have so many jobs? It is clear now. Because Nick Cannon just welcomed baby number 11 with third, uh, his third with Abby De La Rosa, and now he's opening up about his child support arrangement. He said, I definitely spend a lot more than $3 million annually on my children in child support. Mm. He said, I don't plan to ever have to participate in the governmental system of a child. And he has now uh, been the one that has like gone above and beyond financial requirements given by the state. You know what I'm saying? So like, because he makes more money, they can, the state says you owe this amount. He says, hey, I'm yeah, going to pay this amount. $3 million. Yeah. So over $3 million. Now. Well, with the amount of kids you got, that's like what? $10,000 each? Dude, each <laughs> and every time I, I see that stat about Nick Cannon, it makes my mind blow. Cannon first became a dad in 2011. It's not like he's got kids from the 90s. 2011, welcoming his twins with Mariah Carey. He is expecting his 12th child with Alyssa Scott. In total, he has kids with how many different women? 12 kids altogether. Yep. So we got Mariah. And just think, with that Abby De, Abby De La Rosa, I just said, he's got three with her. I'm going to say on average, though, it's probably two... I'm going to say six. Yeah, six seems six. like a safe one. Yeah. We'll go with he's, that. he's got 12 different kids with six different women. Wow. Whoa. And, like, there have been plenty of times where people have said, like, hey, man, are you going to stop? And he said, and his response is usually, love is love. Like, he, like he's like. How do you spend quality time with 12 children? I don't think that's the point, man. Well, you think he's just. I think there's there's something else. I think of clearly there's something psychological happening, and there's three or four. Well, I'm just saying there's no there. there's no po again. I have two kids, and I you know try to find time to mm -hmm. you know give yeah. each one of them attention. It's difficult with work. I don't think attention is the point. I think That's there's sad. A, I think there's another point, and it's about. It's about, it's about having as many Eventually, as like Genghis Khan, you know, 1% of the population has Nick Cannon in them. Oh, I don't know about that. Uh, <laughs> there's a couple other theories that seem a bit more grounded in, like, you know, I'm just studying saying, psychology. Away with that part of it, how do you, how could you spend quality time with 12 kids? There's no, there's no way. There's no way. Yeah, I don't know, man. I, I, I don't with know. With the amount of jobs that guy has... There's no way. Right. You're right. Uh, if all the chatter about Pete Davidson is true, then he is a very sweet, down-to-earth guy who packs a monster in his pants. So, it is now officially time to stop being surprised when you keep hearing about the fact that this dude is hooking up with A-listers and very, very beautiful women. Because now, the new rumor is Emily Ratajkowski. Apparently, that's... The new Pete Davidson uh, conquest, as they're calling it. He's a very nice guy. He was spotted having a romantic dinner with Emily in Brooklyn. Witnesses say they were getting cozy and holding hands. Well, that's one of these things. Whenever he's spotted with somebody of the opposite sex, everybody's going to assume yep. and jump to that. Right. Oh, they must be boning. And he knows that. 
Now, speaking of Saturday Night Live, Dave Chappelle hosted SNL this weekend, and he dove right into the Kanye West situation during his monologue. I'll let Dave do the best here. Before I start tonight, I just wanted to read a brief statement that I prepared. I denounce anti-Semitism in all its forms. And I stand with my friends in the Jewish community. And that, Kanye, is how you buy yourself some time. Hilarious. Oh, boy, he got, but Chappelle has taken some... Because, because of this line, and that's what I'm assuming. He said, I've been doing this for 35 years now, and earlier in my career, I learned that there are two words in the English language that you should never say together in sequence. Is this the part you're talking yes. about? He said, and those words are the and Jews. He said, I've never heard someone do good after they said that. Well, there are some Jewish groups that are saying he's now normalized being anti-Semitic. Mm -hmm. they, they're saying that what Dave Chappelle did on Saturday Night Live is worse than what Kanye West, who possibly has a mental problem. And it's this, too. They're saying if they're black, he said, if they're black, it's a gang. If they're Italian, if it's a mob. But if they're Jewish, it's coincidence. He's a comedian, man. Yeah. He's a, stand he's a controversial so stand-up comedian. Some say what he did was, um, what he said was wrong. Others like, hey, you know what? It's fine. He also went in on the uh, uh, the situation in Ukraine as well. That's what Dave Chappelle does. He's provocative, right? Yeah. This is, and, and he, it wasn't even hateful. And he comments on what's going on, right? Socially, that's his thing. Yep. The war in Ukraine brought it all into focus. And, and lucky for everybody in the Western world, the Ukrainians are way better fighters than we thought they'd be. I mean, these guys. <laughs> They killed 10,000 Russians the first week of the war. Even the Vietnamese were like, damn, there's some good numbers. <laughs> this is before they had weapons. <laughs> before we started sending them weapons, they was killing Russians with things you can find around the house. <laughs> that whole country, Ukraine, is littered with traps like Home Alone. They were stepping on rats. is Russia losing to the Ukraine? That would be like America losing a war to Colorado. I also love the fact that because he touched on that, somebody was like, how about you leave politics alone and stick to making me laugh? That's what he That's funny. heard. Any, any Dave Chappelle stuff? No, it's... people clearly haven't. So, uh, who knows? He'll be fine. Uh, Dave Chappelle will be fine. Okay, Riz, here's something that will calm you down, okay? I know that you aren't a big fan of Morrissey. Uh, yeah, I mean, I really have no opinion. I, right. I mean, Morrissey, the Smiths, I like that uh, that one song they do. Uh, yeah, of course. What's that Big Smith song? How Soon Is Now? How Soon Is Now. How Soon Is Now. You know that song? I thought it went, How Soon Is Now. Can and then the horns come in. Oh, How do you not know this song? You know this song. What am I looking up? The Smiths. How Soon Is Now from the Smiths. Okay, doing this, doing this. How Soon Is Now by the Smiths. How does it go? Sing, sing it for us. Uh, Morris is going to sing it for go us. Go for it. No, no. Where are the horns? They're coming. Oh, yeah. I know this song. Yeah. I do know this song. This was covered, right? Yeah, a bunch. I know this song. But fast forward a little bit to the... You know this one? Yeah, I do now. I don't know if I know this version. Yeah, I know some other versions. 
How'd they squeeze so many lyrics? Yeah. Oh, this song right. for real is like eight minutes long. It's seven or six forty-eight. Tattoo does a version of it. Tattoo, the girl group from the early yeah. 2000s. So does Matthew Sweet. I think the big one was the Snake River Conspiracy. Did it? That I got that one too. Anyway, Morrissey. Morrissey. Uh, listen to that on your own time. Morrissey is known for some very uh, interesting things when it comes to his show, correct? Like yes. he's kind of a mm. whiner? They say he's difficult. Uh, like he will not play if in meat a venue if meat is being served anywhere right. in the concourse. Uh, also, they say he's notorious. He's one of those guys that if the Morrissey show starts at 7, he'll be on stage around 8.15. Like they, that's just kind of how he is. Yeah. In the industry, we call that being a dick. He was at the Greek Theater in L.A. Okay. Okay. He played five songs, and then this happened. Oh, boy. Okay. Here's Morrissey. Everybody, I just need to make a quick announcement. I'm very sorry, but due to unforeseen circumstances, the show is not going to continue. What? I'm very sorry. We'll see you next time. What? 30 minutes, five songs, show canceled. Morrissey was cold. Will somebody get this man a sweater? <laughs> man, that is... Uh, Morrissey Kings, was cold? The Kings of Leon did. Unforeseen circumstances was Morrissey came off stage and unforeseen said, it is too cold dude. for me to perform. Earthly weather? You, you know L.A. I He's mean, inside. Hey, that 50 degrees <laughs> in L.A. is very cold. He He's inside. inside. That's what happened on Saturday night at the Greek Theater in L.A. He That's walked off stage five so after five songs. Oh, I don't know. His show was canceled <sighs> due to unforeseen circumstances. But right before he walked off stage, he had made a comment about how cold it was. And if you are curious, outside the weather was 50 degrees. Man, I wonder if they've fulfilled. Because a lot of times if, you know, X amount of time goes by and something happens, some, some disaster or something, you're still going to get paid. The contract was fulfilled after what? Because oh, remember, Kings of Leon dropped after three songs and said, hey, we fulfilled. Yeah, it's like, uh, you know, a, a baseball game, you know, going past five innings is uh, official. Right. I wonder <laughs> if he just, he got to the four or five and said, well, okay, pay me. Pay See me. ya. Ouch. No refunds. That insane. Wow. I didn't realize the Greek theater was outside. Yeah, when I hear big, theater. I it's an amphitheater. It doesn't matter. It was 50. It doesn't matter. I know. And it it's 50 degrees. It's L.A. where you, that's just weird. It's, okay. Hey, Riz, I have a piece of audio there that it says theme. I know you're going to know the answer because it's it's right there. But can you play that thing that says theme? Moon, do you know what yeah. this is? DuckTales. That is The More You Know. That is uh, from NBC. Those have been gone for quite some time, but they are coming back, but they are coming back to Peacock. So there will be episodes that will be several minutes now, and it is because, quote, lesson. sometimes it's hard in 30 seconds or 15 seconds to boil down the complexities of everything. So there are some celebrities that will be giving you life lessons, and those people include John Legend, Steph Curry, even Al Roker. So... Well, they will all be uh, involved in the More You Know PSAs. That's kind of cool. I thought it was well, cool, too. What were the old The More You yeah, Know Yeah, I was trying to think of what they oh, were because man, I've only... I, the only ones that I have in my memory are, like, all the uh, the farcical... Uh, the parody ones now. I can just remember one that I th I took to heart was uh, Don't Let Your Friends See Your Rollerblade. That was one was of that the, the, more, the More You Know? Yeah, that was one of the more you know. Doom, 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 doom. 
<laughs> um, oh, here. Okay, here's here's one from uh, Betty White. Okay, hang on. Let me see. So this is an old obviously. Before I was old enough to date, I'd already experienced a dozen glorious romances. I also had known the terror of going down with the Titanic, the triumph of the little engine that uh, could, and the thrill of solving a case no, with Sherlock Holmes. Is it really? Reading was my passion. Yeah, reading. Still is. You see, the more you read, the more you know. The better you do in school, the better you do in life. That's a promise. Betty That's White, a uh, promise. Betty That's White, That's on, hilarious. Uh, literacy. So that that will return with with updated stars and athletes and things like that, and it'll run on Peacock. It almost sounds like a parody. Yeah, I yes, thought it was. Does. I was waiting for her to drop an <laughs> f bomb the whole time. To be honest with you. <laughs> Uh, Foreigner has announced their American Farewell Tour. Uh, it'll be their last trek ever, starting in Atlanta on July 6th. They will be joined by Loverboy. Uh, Foreign, Foreigner's American Tour will be in New Jersey on September 3rd. The band wrote many years ago, we wrote a song called Feels Like the First Time, and today we are launching one last worldwide tour. The show will be in St. Louis at the Amphitheater on July 19th. Yeah, it's, so. not the, it's not the original singer, though. But why does that matter? It's still the band. Sometimes it does. Sometimes it doesn't. I mean, it'd be nice to see Lou Graham with the original Foreigner. I got you. I hear you. One last time, guys. One last time around the earth. Yep. Uh, Garth Brooks will be doing a Vegas residency next year, and it's going to be called Garth Brooks Plus One. I think this is awesome. It'll be at Caesars. Here's why he's calling it Plus One. They're going to try something that has never been done before. The band is coming, but it's a one-man show. They're going to sit in the audience. So at any time you want a fiddle to come up and join you, anytime you want a percussion and background to come up and sing, or it's just you, or let's bring the whole band up and do Friends in Low Places, we're doing it. This should be stupid. That's what yeah. I'm saying. Okay. So it does say it does say there will be occasional guests as well. The run will feature dates in May, June, and July. Oh, that's cool. So, uh, I thought this was kind of interesting. The Muni has announced the summer shows for 2023. Uh, starts on June 12th, goes through August 20th. I'm just going to run by these real quick. Uh, beautiful, the Carol King musical. Yeah, I, I've never seen a show at the Muni. I would go to that, the Carol King musical. The I would Muni, definitely go to that. The Muni is really fun. The Muni, uh, the Muni in Forest Park. Yep. Yep. Uh, also, also Disney's Beauty and the Beast will be there June. Uh, in July, Chess, the St. Louis Chess Club and World Chess Hall of Fame. Chess is a dynamic drama centered around the World Chess Championship. Dude, I'm telling you, I wish it would do this year's because, oops. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> That'd be interesting. Uh, middle of July, West Side Story. End of July, Little Shop of Horrors. August 4th through the 10th, you have Rent. Uh, middle of August, Sister Act. And that is what's going to be closing the Muni. That'll be running through the end of August. So, By the way, I played some, played some chess at the uh, Airbnb. You guys sure did. Yeah, we did. I kicked some ass. You sure did as well. <laughs> Scott is not a great chess player, by the way. He's, he has that. his moments. I think he was tired. <laughs> yeah. he, was, he was playing That's better a earlier. a little drain. I mean, I had a great game the night before. Then yeah, he, had a, great, he had a great game the night before, so I came by to watch Scott versus Scott, and uh, you guys were driving me insane. Me, I, me I, guys. I, I had to leave. What do you mean, me guys? guys? Remember, I, I, at one point, I was like, oh, stop, stop. What, what, are you, what is the objective here? We went over it, and then you made another mistake, and I went, I gotta go to bed. Yeah, I would touch <laughs> the thing, and you see out of the corner of my eye, this guy jumping around and like, oh, come on. And you're like, I don't know where I'm going. I was and then I just losing it. Screwing up more and more because of that. I was like, come on, calm down. I, I need played to- flawless okay. chess. Hey, don't you want fans? I mean, you know, I was I in do. the stands. I was cheering. I played flawless chess two days in a row. Uh-uh. You made a terrible mistake on one of them. Well, because it was a touch screen okay. and I didn't move my finger all the way. 
terrible mistake. Uh, here come the emails. People going touchscreen. You didn't play real chess. You're right. That table. That was mistake so cool. would not have happened. So it was one of these. T- it was in the li- in the living room where the table was like a. It's an infinity gaming table. I've wanted one of these for gears. Now. Yeah, it's a gaming like a digital gaming a digital table. gaming table. Yeah, it's awesome. It's got apps. It's got like every. It's got Connect Four, Monopoly, Life, Sorry, Life Trouble. Amazing. It's got a bunch of different games, and then you can also download more games. Like I mean, there's like. Mortal Kombat on there, like all kinds of crazy stuff. You can't stuff put happen. your drinks on top of that table. Uh, Says who? Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I was afraid yeah, to put a drink on that. it. Nah. Whoops. You put drinks on it? No. Oh, no. Without a coaster? Oh. Oh, this oh, guy. No, wow. No, what no, a jerk. Never do that. No. Uh, Mike Tyson, Evander Holyfield. Obviously, we all know about the ear biting incident that happened back in 1997. Well, now the two are getting together again, and this time it's not boxing. They are going to create cannabis gummies called. Holy ears. <laughs> wow. You gotta be kidding me. Holyfield said about the partnership, I wanted to make sure that things were going to be right, and I realized it was a good deal. These are going to be ear-shaped gummies that they're selling that you can eat that is going to get you high. Awesome. Great idea. The Offspring. They have released some Christmas songs. They have released a cover of Bells Will Be Ringing, Please Come Home for Christmas, and they have also released uh, Christmas Baby, Please Come Home. That happened back in 2020. You can play both of those songs, Riz. I put them on there, but they are working on Christmas tunes now. Christmas carols by candlelight. This is the offspring, huh? This is wild. Dude, remember listening to Ignition? Oh, yeah. Tell Teenage You, like, hey, these guys are going to... Do like a sweet Christmas tune. Yeah, yeah next do, do the other one. You remember the other one from 2020? If you want to, if you want to hear a full show like that, but with like intense en- uh, uh, energy, you got to come to Punk Rock Christmas and oh, check yeah? out and check out the Goldfinger Christmas EP because it's going to be kind of like that. But uh, Punk Rock Christmas on December the 9th. December 9th, we are going to deck the Del Mar Hall. All right, let's end things with a uh, a quiz for you guys. Okay, these are all tweets that were put out. I will read the tweet, and then I will give you three guesses. You have to tell me who tweeted it. September 18th, 2018. This person tweeted, last night I had cereal with milk for the first time. Life-changing. Was that Dolly Parton, Kanye West, or Kylie Jenner? Dolly Parton. Incorrect. Kylie Jenner. Kylie Jenner. All right. Tom, was this Nicki Minaj, Tom Brady, or Pete Davidson? Okay, boys, what's your ball size? Well, I'm going to go with the Nicki Minaj. I'm going to go with the guy that deflates the footballs. Nicki Minaj is correct. Who tweeted in 2014, Wu-Tang Share Clan? Was that Method Man, Drake, or Cher? Cher. Cher. Cher is the correct answer. In 2016, who tweeted, just wanted to wish Billy Ray Cyrus the most special magical birthday ever? I love you with all my heart. Also, happy birthday to my wife. Was that Ellen DeGeneres, Ryan Reynolds, or King Scott? I think it was Billy Ray Cyrus. King Scott. I think it was... What were the options? Ellen DeGeneres, Ryan Reynolds, or King Scott? King Scott. King Scott. It was Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> <laughs> Who tweeted back in January of 2012, I love arm. This person also tweeted, why is Rhode Island nor a road nor an island? Was that uh, Rihanna, Britney Spears, or Justin Bieber? Britney Spears. Britney Spears. Rihanna. Justin Bieber. Uh, who in 2014 tweeted, hey, friends, I lost my BlackBerry. So if you're trying to reach me, text me on one of my three iPhones. 
Was that Kendall Jenner, Lindsay Lohan, or Paris Hilton? Paris, Paris Hilton. Hilton. Lindsay Lohan. Paris Hilton. Duh. Who tweeted, I don't need to buy anything on Black Friday. I just wanted to get in a fist fight at Bed Bath & Beyond to feel alive. Was that Jimmy Fallon, Conan O'Brien, or James Corden? Conan. 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 Conan O'Brien. May of 2012. I just sharded myself. That's when you fart and poop yourself on accident. <laughs> Was that John Cena, Jenny McCarthy, or Chris Jenner? Jenny McCarthy. Chris Jenner. Uh, yeah. Oh. On August, in August of 2020, who tweeted, Hey guys, want to feel old? I'm 40. You're welcome. Was that Corey Feldman, Macaulay Culkin, or Neil Patrick Harris? Macaulay, Macaulay. Culkin. There's Macaulay Culkin. And finally, in August of 2009, who tweeted, I'm at Knott's Berry Farm and my butt's too big to fit in the seats on the ride. Ah, that's me yelling. Was that Lizzo, The Rock, or Shaq? The Rock. Lizzo. No, no, The Rock. Shaq. I don't think Shaq is short enough to ride any of those rides. It was? Lizzo. Shaq. Oh, yes. I thought he was like infamously... You know, not fun at, at theme parks because he can't yeah, ride anything. Yep. Yeah. It was it was definitely Shaq. If you want to play this at home version of this quiz with your friends, your family, you can do so. Go to the blog 1057thepoint.com slash race. Celebrity celebrating a birthday today, Shailene Woodley. That's uh Tris in Divergent and Aaron Rodgers' ex-girlfriend, she's 31. Makeup artist Jeffrey Starr is 37. Ka- uh, Chad Kroger, or is it Kruger? It's Kruger. Kruger from Nickelback spelled it wrong and is number four. Uh, he is uh, he's 48. Uh, Chevy Chase's wife, Ellen Griswold, in the vacation movies, Beverly D'Angelo is 71. Assistant DA Jack McCoy on Law and Order. Fung. Sam Waterston is 82. Her biggest hit is uh, 1964's Downtown. Who am I talking about? Uh, you know yeah, this. Come um, on, you know this. Not Martha Reeves. No, Petula. Uh, Petula Clark. Petula Clark is 90, and today would have been Old Dirty Bastard's 54th birthday. He passed away in 2004, and Randy, macho man. Oh, yeah. Step into a Slim Jim. He passed away in 2011. He would have been 70 years old. All right, today's porno birthday, which is being brought to you by Patricia's, where fun and fantasy meet, is Candy Hill. And today's birthday girl has been in 204 fine films, including 75 Nurse Orgy. She was in Anal Warfare 15, Beach Bunny with Big Brown Eyes 1, Booty Duty 7, Born for Porn 2, Gutter Mouths 5, Johnny Toxic's Orgy Party, White Trash Horse 5, and who could forget her role in 1997's San Francisco 69ers. <laughs> <laughs> Candy Hill is 60 years old. That's your porno birthday. Those are your crappy birthdays, and that was your crap on celebrities. All right, we're going to take a quick break. We'll come back, and we have Matchup Myth Moon. I said Myth Moon. I was going to say, Matchup Myth Moon. There's a twist in the rules today. Different (laughs) game today. No, we're going to play Matchup with Moon. With Moon. So we have, let me see, the first round, we will give away a pair of tickets to St. Louis City SC's first official match over at City Park Stadium, which is tomorrow night. City 2 and Bayer 04 Leverkusen. 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 Leverkusen? Yeah, Leverkusen, Leverkusen. 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 Yeah, however you want I think you it. left out 13 letters. You can say uh, it however you want. <laughs> Why does nobody write anything phonetically? Help the host! That's pretty phonetic. Lever. Leverkusen? Leverkusen. Yeah. I don't, you said uh, Leverdor Lever, or something. I, Leverdor. <laughs> you, you added and subtracted letters at the same time. Our tickets are courtesy of Together Credit Union, a founding partner of St. Louis City SC, and the soccer club's official banking partner... So match up with the moon, simple concept. 
Patrika will ask us five questions. Whoever gets the most questions right, our respective teammates on the phone will win their choice of prizes. Match up the moon is next. Hey, it's Moon here, and winter weather is right around the corner, so now's the perfect time for you to make plans to get your family's vehicles over to my good friends at Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers for new tires and for pre-winter auto service and repairs. You know, Dobbs is a locally owned and family-owned company, and they have been since they first opened their doors all the way back in 1976. That's impressive, and it's important to me, and I hope it means something good to you, too. Now at Dobbs to the end of the month, at all 42 Dobbs locations, you can get spectacular deals on new tires. I'm talking about major deals on great tire brands, including savings of up to $225 on a new set of Goodyear tires, plus $70 rebate deals on new sets of Michelin, BF Goodrich, Continental, and Pirelli tires. Click on gotodobs.com for complete details, and be sure to count on the Dobbs team of professional service associates to winterize your vehicle before the cold and snow, before the ice. Remember, no matter what you drive, car, light truck, van, SUV, CUV, hybrid, or or EV, the experienced service technicians at Dobbs have what it takes, experience, technology, and state-of-the-art diagnostics to serve your vehicle right. Click on gotodobbs.com for info on all of Dobbs' great pre-winter deals on new tires, expert auto service, and while you're at gotodobbs.com, request an appointment for tires, auto service, at any of the Dobbs' 42 stores. That's right, 42 stores. Conveniently located all over town. Dobbs, locally owned and family-owned since 1976. Go to Dobbs.com and get ready for winter driving today. Hey, it's Riz. Now, cybersecurity is the most exciting career in technology and one of the most in-demand careers. And Centric can train you for a career in cybersecurity, and they could do it in just four months. With Centric's hands-on program, they teach you the actual job skills you need to get started. No history, no biology, just technology. And that's how they do it in just four months, even if you have no IT experience. And you could do it online, or you could do it in person. You could do it in the evenings, or you could do it during the day. Whatever works best for you. They're flexible. If you are interested in a career in cybersecurity, call Patrick Nealon at Centric Training. He's going to walk you through Centric's cutting-edge program and show you everything Centric does to help you get started right now in your new IT career. Call 314-450-4714 or go to centric.com slash STL. C-E-N-T-R-I-Q.com slash STL. Cybersecurity is a problem for every business in St. Louis. You can be part of the solution. You're listening to the Rizzuto Show. Happy birthday, Riz! Well, before, uh, before we get started in the competition, I do want to say a uh, big thanks to everybody uh, over at the uh, Blake Steiner Memorial Trivia Night on Friday. This made me feel so welcome. I was the host for that trivia night on Friday. And I've never been over to that. Is that the, the Shriners? Moolah. Moolah. Yeah, the Moolah Ballroom. Off of Fifi down here? Yep. Man, have you ever been there, Moon? I don't know. It, it is a, a huge banquet hall. Yeah, it's right on the corner there. It's got the, the kind of sweeping. It's a gorgeous front. Um, it goes over by Ross. It was nice. I know, I know what you're talking about. Big, big brick building. Yeah, it's right off the highway. You get yeah. off of Beddington. I know, I've been by there a yes. hundred times. You get off of Beddington, you inside. get off, it's right there. It's got a wedding venue in the basement. It's got a wedding venue up top. The the, the up top one yeah, where the stage is, it's absolutely gorgeous. There's a there. soccer field next to it. I, hosted I believe the, so. I hosted that trivia night, the Blank Steiner Memorial Trivia Night. And uh, man, what a great event. That was like 45 tables packed. Oh, that's great. So many racial listeners there. So many people came up and said hi. Um... It was just, it was a nice event. I know a lot of money was raised. We did the 50-50, and the winner was forced to keep the money, which was awesome. Awesome. There was no, 
There was no yelling, give it back. We made that abundantly clear. <laughs> I think we announced it 50-50. I said, you are keeping this money. Keeping the money. And for the first time, I ever did head, heads or tails. I'd never done that before. Oh, I love that. That's like one of my favorite things. Everybody stands up. They either put their hands on their head or put their hands on their butts. You, you flip, flip a coin point. and you go, heads. If you got your hands on your head, you stay up. Everybody else sits down. Keep going. Bring up the last 10 people. You put the last two back to back. Winner, yeah. winner. That is wow, fun. that's cool. That's fun. You ever play that? Uh-uh. Oh, man, that's a, that's a great group game. That and if you've great. ever won it, it's like the greatest feeling ever. It's exciting. Like, I am undefeated. It's exciting. Yeah. <laughs> I'll say, all right, everybody, you know, you know, put your dollar in the air, in the air if you want to play. And it's all the honor system. It's it's it was a good night, and uh, thank you all for your hospitality and your and your kind words. And uh, hey, if you want to have me back anytime, I'd be glad to to host for you. Any one of your events. All right, let's uh, give away some stuff. And now it's time for match of the mood. Match of the mood sponsored by T R Hughes. If you'd want to move in, ready home, and take off twenty five thousand dollars, T R Hughes dot Okay, so round number one of Match Up the Moon, we are giving away a pair of tickets for tomorrow night's first official soccer match over at City Park downtown. St. Louis City's St. Louis City SC's first official match at City Park Stadium tomorrow night. That's a City Two playing. And that's courtesy of our friends over at Together Credit Union, a founding partner of St. Louis City SC and the soccer club's official banking partner. It's a big. Big prize. It's a big deal. It's going to be fun, A, and uh, B, you got the food down there, and C, you get to say in however many years, decades, whatever, hey, I was at the first match to ever be held at this place. Yeah. This is a historic event. Historic. Historical. And then you can say, and I won the tickets free by picking Moon. Oh. One matchup with Moon. Oh, boo. There's the smack talking. <laughs> we got a big mouth. Let's see if you. Big mouth. If your mouth could write that check, I don't uh, know if that makes any sense. I hope so. It really doesn't. <laughs> I don't know if that, that, I don't know see, that makes any sense. sense. Your mouth is writing checks, your butt can't cash. I don't know if that makes sense. <laughs> Boom. Any, yes. Got exactly. him. Got him. Exactly right. I don't know if that. <laughs> wow, Riz, you are just on fire. In the, in the season series, I'm up four. You are up okay. by four. That's right. So as the champ currently... I get to, to choose. I will receive the questions first while okay. Moon gets put into isolation. I shall go this way. All right. Uh, Charity in Highland. Hello, Charity. Hi. Team Riz or Team Moon? I'm going to stick with the champ. Yeah, the, ch Riz. the champ, baby. What if she would have thrown you into I'm going to stick with the champ and go with Moon. Yeah, because well, I Well, he's not won the champ. Well, I, I won last year, and I'm winning this year. Yeah, you're right. I have more titles and MVPs, but, yeah, you're currently winning. Good for you. Hang on, Charity. See how you do. Dylan, you are stuck with the loser, okay? <laughs> All righty. <laughs> All right, buddy. Hang on. <laughs> Whatever, dude. What am I getting? Uh, well, unfortunately, we broke the news on Friday that uh, Gallagher passed away on Friday. They're over there by you. Meeting Gallagher. Uh, comedian Gallagher. And what did what was one of the things that Gallagher did? He would smash fruit. So right these there, are all Moon. songs, bands, and artists that include the word smash. So Moon, you are getting uh, Smash Mouth. Can't get enough of you, baby. Hit it. Is it on? No. I've okay. got nothing. Okay. And I hear it. Are the headphones on? There it there is. There it goes. <laughs> oh, well, that's called. They're going to warm up. Yeah, they, yeah they've got things going. 
All right, Buddha's in isolation, and let's do this. Hey, Riz, uh, what's the largest ocean? The Pacific. What country consumes the most chocolate per capita? Switzerland. Anastasia, Anastasia and Drizella are sisters of who? Disney, it's a Disney princess. I don't know which one. Um, I'm gonna say Cinderella. Up until the up to the 2020 Summer Olympics, only four countries have never missed a modern day Summer Games. Name two of the four. Okay, say it again. Up to the 2020 Summer Olympics, only four countries have never missed the modern day Summer Games. Name two of those four countries. Okay. I'm going to say Italy. No, no. Um, yeah, sometimes there's boycotts. I'm going to say... I'm going to say China. And Italy. Oh, boy. Mm, terrible Which answers. of the Beatles had dyslexia? Final question is, how many Summer Olympic Games have been held total? How many Summer Games? Mm -hmm. 25. Thank you, Riz. Oh, boy. Man, this is, it's no, no good. No good, Moon. No bueno? No good. Man, these questions are tough. He said they're tough. They're tough. I'm going to say, I'm not going to say they're good. I'm going to say they're tough. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> I like that. Dang, dude. They're Let's good. go moon, baby. They're good and tough. Yeah. They're yeah. good and tough. See? Now the you just said that you're not going to say they're good. <laughs> now, the now judge, you're double now back the and saying they are good. rooting for me. I love wow. Yeah, you got to stick with that. That's good. All right, what am I getting? Smashing Bumpkin's awesome. No, you're getting the Offspring Smash. Oh, that's a good song. Oh, Hit it. Cool. You don't like Smash Mouth? You can go to hell. I hope you lose this round now. I never said that. man. Then why'd you say, Well, I mean, like you smelled a fart. Moon. Tony Patrico. The largest ocean. What is it? Oh, hey, that's a good answer. I mean, that's a, I mean, that's a good question. <laughs> that's not an I'm answer. I'm hoping I give you a good answer. Man, I'm gonna say the uh, Pacific. What country consumes the most chocolate per capita? Oh, per capita. Hmm. You know what? You would assume this would be something like Switzerland. Swiss chocolate. Man. See, per capita, I mean, I would assume the U.S. is crushing it. I guess I'll just go with the obvious. I'll go, uh, see, man, German chocolate, Switzerland. There's fewer people on Switzerland. But do they eat chocolate? Let's go Switzerland. It's probably Anastasia Germany. Oh, darn it, it's probably Germany. Anastasia and Drizella are sisters of who? Anastasia and Drizella. Man, I don't know. I'll say Cinderella. Up until the 2020 Summer Games, only four countries have never missed the modern-day Summer Games. Name two of those four. 
Okay, say it one more time. So up until, up to 2020. until the 2020 Summer Olympics, which is the last one we've had. Summer Olympics. Only four countries have never missed the modern day summer games. Name two of those four. I will say. I will say. <clears throat> I will say the United States. And. Man, Germany's probably a risk. Ooh, is it is it Russia? You know, I will just say uh, the United States and France. Which of the Beatles had dyslexia? Oh, uh, I'll say... Man, which one? Uh, I'll say... Paul. Tiebreaker question. How many Summer Olympic Games have been held? But can you can you repeat the question, the last question? Which of the Beatles had dyslexia? Had dyslexia. Man, are you a dummy and you asked that question improperly, or am I reading a clue in there? <sighs> Is it a dead one? I'm going to stick with Paul, but man, I swear to goodness. I swear to goodness. Tiebreaker question is, how many Summer Olympic Games have been held total? Oh, Summer Olympic Games. Out of music. Out of music. Well, so, so, so you're not saying total. I'm saying since, how many since, Summer since Olympic ancient Games? ancient Greek, or are you talking about modern? Mo modern, modern how oh, many okay, modern okay. day so, games uh, have been held? Let's see. So this upcoming in 2024 will be the blank Summer Games. Um, I'm gonna say, uh, I'll say, uh, 30. Thank you, Boone. Ooh, 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 ooh. Wait, wait, oh. sorry, wait, oh. sorry. 26. We're good? Now we're good. Okay. Yeah, those are, those are, those are exercisers. How'd you do? Well, I don't know. I haven't heard the answers yet. That is a brain well, exercise. I mean, you I'll feel tell you like what. If you, no, I, I feel like nothing could happen here, and I could get a few right. I don't know. Okay. Well, let's get the answers. I'm hoping here. I'm you playing, did poorer than I did. I'm playing for charity out of Highland, and you are playing for Dylan. Damn. Let's I'm, use I'm going, wondering. I'm wondering if we even have some of the same answers. What let's is going to the uh, first soccer match tomorrow? What is the largest ocean? You both said specific. You both are correct. All right, baby. Feeling good. Okay. What country consumes the most chocolate per capita? Riz, you said Switzerland. Moon, you said Switzerland. Oh, you, did? you are correct. Oh, right. Feeling good, oh, Lewis. I thought wow. I had you there. Feeling good, Lewis. Was that a guess or? Well, I just, I mean, I thought, honestly, I thought, man, is Switzerland, Germany, or the U.S.? If you say in per capita, I'm going to just go. Uh, the this. per capita thing made me go to Switzerland, but. Yeah, me too. And I, I, I would have been less upset with myself getting it wrong with Switzerland than with the other two, which mm. is why I ended up going with that one. Uh, Anastasia and Drizella are sisters of who? Riz, you guessed Cinderella. So did you, Moon. You both got it right. Oh, oh my God. God. Hey. Really? Really. Total shocker there. <laughs> I knew she had, you know, like bitchy stepsisters. Yes. If I would have said them bitches, Anastasia and Drizella, you yeah. probably got yeah. it right away, right? Yeah, yeah. immediately. Uh, up, until, uh, up to the 2020 Summer Olympics, only four countries have never missed the modern-day Summer Games. Name two of them. Riz, you said China, and you said Italy. Yeah, man. Moon, you said U.S. and France. Didn't the U.S. boycott one year? All four of those are wrong, by the way. Da! All four. <laughs> I was trying to think who boycotted. I'm going to say... So, like, I know uh, the U.S. boycotted one year. Uh, man, I don't, I don't know. 
The four countries. Is it countries, Greece and England? The four countries are Greece, Damn it. Great Britain, oh, Australia, and Switzerland. I, th- uh, I honestly considered saying Greece and England, and I thought, oh, no, U.S. and France will stay safe. England. Ah, damn it. Yep. Uh, which of the Beatles had dyslexia? Riz, you said John. Moon, you said Paul. The correct answer is John Lennon. And with that. Oh, boy. Look at that. Look yeah. at that. Should have changed it. Hang on, let me talk to Charity a second. Should have changed it. Hey, Charity. Thank you, Rick. Hey, thanks for picking me. <laughs> All right there, teammate. Hang on one second. Feel good for her. Not so good for Dylan. Dylan had no choice, but. <laughs> man. Man, oh man. See how that works out? Yep. By the way, we have this round. And two more times, and then the seat. That's the seat, it. Oh man, you better. Could I clinch today? With this win, could I clinch? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Pressure's on. Whoa. With this next round. Yeah. Don't completely blow oh, it. Oh man, with this, I could clinch for the year. Yeah. Oh, you could totally blow it. I could, but I'm not gonna. <laughs> well, yeah, we'll see. Oh man. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So we gave away the soccer tickets. Like, Risto, you, your color has changed. You just got flush. Whoa. Shaking out the hands. God dang Beatles question. Uh, we've got to blow October tickets. We got Monday Night Raw tickets. We got Jerry Cantrell tickets. And we got Falling on Reverse tickets for this round. Let's go to uh, line number three. Hello, Sam. Good morning. Good morning. All right, Team Riz or Team Moon? I think I'm going to go with Team Moon. You know, I could clinch the, I appreciate the season right here, right? You know, I could clinch it all and be the champion of. 2022, right, Sam? Right. Okay. Yeah, but his arrogance on. has never gotten in the way before. Well, the arrogance seems to be working two yeah. years in a row. Yeah, good for you, man. Kelly, you and I. Yes. Hello, you are Team Riz. All right. All right. Hang on. Not so enthusiastic. Yeah, that's thrilling. Fine. That's fine. Thrilling being linked with you. I'm playing more for myself right now. <laughs> oh dang, he's not even playing for you. That's right. I'm gonna play. I play for me. I play for me. I play for keeps. I play for keeps. Look at this guy writing, writing, writing checks with his mouth that his butt can't cash. <laughs> I'm just writing down the answers. Just put here, the headphones guys. on. I'm, will I'm, you? I'm just gonna be over here reading the questions. What's my music? Uh, it's some new song by the Smashing Pumpkins. I'm going completely blind here, so good luck. Okay, hit it. Kind of a soft. Moon. Tony uh, Patrico. Dump. Floater. Wipe. All terms in what sport? Say it again. Dump. Floater. Wipe. Are all terms used in which sport? Rugby-ish, but maybe water polo. Dump, wipe, floater. Man, I'm I'm honestly I'm gonna stick with my initial. I'm gonna say rugby. That's totally wrong, I'm sure. But on a farm, what land animal is referred to as a kid? That's a goat. What is the smallest country in the world? Vatican City. 
How many teeth is an adult human supposed to have? Mm. Yeah, I don't know. 32. The Old Testament is traditionally written in what language? Oh, well. Huh. well, well okay, there's two, but we'll say Hebrew. Oh, well. It's, I mean, it was, it was Greek and Hebrew, but. The tiebreaker question, as of 2019, what was the total population of that smallest country? Oh, man. <sighs> I'm going to say, honestly, I really don't know. I don't, I don't have any. Anything about that, man? A farm question, an Italian question, something else. He's you gonna, gotta be kidding he's, me he's with this. this. You gotta be kidding me no, with this. He's gonna get this. I hope he's to God that you're this. joking and you're not this you person. What, what? What? You don't even know what I'm inferring. I 100. percent I'm just do. talking to myself over here. Well, Stay it's, in your it's own annoying. goddamn business. It's annoying and it's taking Stay too long. Stay out of my business. Uh, I'm gonna say uh, 1500. No. Right. Yeah, I'll say 1500. Hey. Don't hang your head over there. I'm Don't be a jerk. I'm just waiting for Don't you to answer. Don't be a jerk. Wait 1500. For you to answer. 1500. Okay, thank you. Okay. <laughs> I, hope you him, right. a butthole, I hope you beat the crap out of him. I hope you beat the crap out of him. He's being a jerk. I hope you destroy him. I hope you clinch it for 2024. What am I getting? Hopefully it's garbage. <laughs> You're getting an artist named Kyle. The song is called Sex and it's Super Smash Brothers. I had to find out what the name of it was. It's a song. Me? He's going to start the music too early. It's a song by an artist named Kyle Riz, and it's called "Sex and Kyle. Super Kyle Smash Riz? Brothers." Kyle Riz, Kyle Riz. Yeah, maybe yep. you're, that's a cool. Maybe artist. you're related. Shh. We can't hear you. Go, 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 go away. Oh, this is really ripping. Into isolation. Okay, here we go. You just want me to give you the answers? For I'll just give the you the win. answers. This is for the win. Please, I, I could just give you the answers if you'd rather me do that. Okay, here we go. Dump, floater, wipe—all terms in what sport? Dump, floater, wipe. Got ourselves a floater. Uh, basketball? I don't know. On a farm, what land animal is referred to as a kid? I'm sorry? On a farm, what land animal is referred to as a kid? A goat. What is the smallest country in the world? Vatican City. How many teeth is an adult human supposed to have? 32. The Old Testament is traditionally written in what language? Aramaic. As of 2019, what was the total population of that smallest country? Is this the tiebreaker? This is. I'd like to go back to the first question after this. Okay. Uh... We never got the tiebreaker from the last one, by the way. We can go back. Uh, I'm going to say 2,000. Okay. Mate, no, 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 change that to 5,000. Okay. What's the first question again? Dump, floater, and wipe are all terms used in what sport? <sighs> Dump, floater, and Billiards. Okay. Change it to billiards. Okay. Okay. Good. All right. Man, that is a dirty song. For the win. For the win. That's a, You confident? No. That is a dirty song. Don't, I, I've, you, I've never heard it. It just said smash, so I just aired it. play that on the radio. By the way, I do want to get the tiebreaker from the last round. Oh, yeah, the tiebreaker from the last, last round. round. How many Summer Olympic Games have been held? Uh, Riz, you said 25. Moon, you said 26. Correct answer is 29. Whoa. 
Moon originally said 30. Uh, oh, all right. <laughs> cool. Way to go, Moon. Yeah, man, thanks. Nothing but encouragement coming from here. That's that's uh, uh that's my middle name. Interesting twist. Scott Encouragement Rizzuto. Here we right. go. <laughs> Dump, floater, wipe. All terms used in what sport? Moon, you said rugby. Riz, you said billiards. The correct answer is volleyball. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it makes more sense. Wipe. What is that? I'm not sure. My kids are playing it's volleyball. Too. The last process. That? Know that. Like wipe wipe the floor. Yeah. Let's see. Wipe volleyball. Oh, but auto-corrected. What is a wipe in volleyball? Wipe is when one player pushes the ball against the opponent's block and physically wipes the ball out of bounds. Oh, okay. There you go. All right. On a farm, what land animal is referred to as a kid? You both said goat. You're both a right. Tight. What is the smallest country in the world? You both said Vatican City. You're both a right. How many teeth is an adult human supposed to have? You both said 32. You both are right. Hey, all right. Why were you so mad at him, by the way? Because he goes, as I'm reading the questions, he goes, a farm question and an Italy question. Hmm. <laughs> oh, come on. Oh, come on, man. You grew up on a farm. Like, yeah, around he went a farm. to the farm. I grew up on a farm, and there was no goats involved. You have I goats. I don't have goats. You've been talking about getting goats for I a year. I don't have any goats. I, I leaned we're all good. Yeah, and what is it? One thing I have to do with Italy. Sure, it's it surrounded by Italy. Take he answered the question the exact and same amount of time as you did. Let's, let's, it's a geography what, question. What do we got here? Here's the question number five. <laughs> the Old Testament is traditionally written in what language? Moon, you said Hebrew. Riz, what did you say? Aramaic. The answer is Hebrew. Aramaic, Aramaic eventually replaced Hebrew, or Hebrew eventually replaced that as the official Jerusalem language or whatever and whatnot. Correct answer is Hebrew. I also would have accepted Greek because there was two different versions of the Bible. Damn it. Which means moon wins. <laughs> oh, I did? Oh, we was tied up until then? Yeah. Oh, well, shooter McGavin. Oh, man. Sorry to, <laughs> sorry to postpone your win there, friendo. Ah, the pride oh, cometh man, before the fall. I had, I, had a, so, I had so much confidence. Don't call one. it a comeback, fools! Woo! I mean, I just, before people email and go crazy, that, I mean, that's that's right, right? I mean, yeah, I'm not yeah, going yeah. to dispute oh, it. Oh, I'm right. Because that's... What's the it gradually yeah, replaced Hebrew is... as the language of the Jewish people in those areas. What's the tiebreaker? Tiebreaker question I is... I feel like I'm way off. As of 2019, what was the total population of that smallest country? Moon, you said 1,500. Riz, you said 5,000. Correct answer... 300. 825. Dang! Oh, man. Oh, man. So, put, packed it away there anyway. You stood no chance. That's oh, basically what dude. I said. I, you know what? I thought... Uh, dude, nothing. Hey! Dude, nothing. Let get, me speak. Get my person on the phone. Congratulations, uh, well, Riz you could say congratulations sucks. yourself. Sam? Woo yeah, congratulations. What's up? <laughs> Thank you. All right, you You're welcome. On. You're very welcome. And so are the rest I of you. I thought because the Mel Gibson movie was, you know, Aramaic. I thought he did a true to... Aramaic? What you talking about? The Passion. They spoke Aramaic in, in The Passion? Yeah. I don't remember that. Hmm. Am, I, am I wrong? I thought it was English. No. No, no. They, let's see here. Didn't they speak Aramaic in uh, in the in the Passion? Listen, Never if, you seen go, to... if you go to seminary, they they start upping you on your Hebrew <clears throat> for that reason. 
Hebrew and Greek. Which is fine. They use, uh, yes, that is used in there, but also Hebrew and Latin. Okay, well, y'all could shut up. <laughs> okay. Come on, no. The Rizzuto Show, Traffic and Wind. Take down the... Take down the... Nobody's get the champagne anything. out of here. They're pushing the champagne out. Oh, oh, oh. Get out, get out, get out, get out. The trophy was here. <laughs> the trophy was in the building. Yeah, nobody's giving Damn you it. anything, man. We're just handing it back to you since you had to put it out there like that. I'm still up for you, jerk, and we still yeah. got two weeks to go. You are. I'm not calling you any names or nothing. Yeah, you're saying it with your eyes. <laughs> <laughs> News next. Hey, this is Paul Stanley, and this is Gene Simmons from KISS, and you're listening to the original KISS Army member. It's the Rizzuto Show. Happy birthday, Riz. You owe me 20 bucks now. Boom. So you got some kind of flurries over here at the radio station. Eh, a couple, couple, two, three snowflakes coming down. I guess the snow is moving out of the area. Yeah, they say, like, this. Is, we're probably not going to see anything else. Here, but the, I was looking at the, uh, the radar. I guess some parts of our listening area are still getting some snow. We got two inches out in Union. Whoa. Two inches well, out hey. in Union. Uh, part of 70 is shut down still because of an accident. So where's that at? That's out in Wentzville. Out in Wentzville. When I woke up today, there was some accumulation on the deck, and I was like, whoa, snow. And then I opened the garage. Nothing on the roads. All good. They did a great job. Yeah, it's 35 degrees out, so nothing's really sticking to the, to the roads. roads. Well, I saw them yesterday putting that liquid salt stuff out everywhere. Seemed to, seem to work. Seemed to work in the areas they, they sprayed this morning. Well, out, out by me, at least. Hey, don't forget, a toast to Jeff with the Riz Show and Friends is happening at the pageant Tuesday, December the 6th. So it's going to be night of music and, and just fun and all in honor of our buddy Jeff. So join us, some of our friends, some fellow weirdos. Raise a glass. Enjoy a toast to Jeff, all for a good cause. Kids Rock Cancer and uh, the family of Jeff. Tickets are on sale Friday. Ooh, baby. Friday at 9 a.m. This show is going to sell out. For sure. Like, without a doubt, this is going to be a sellout. It's going to be an incredible evening. I cannot wait. Can't wait. Yeah, put it on the calendar. December 6th, pageant. Tickets on sale Friday at 9 a.m. All the details at 1057thepoint.com. And again, it's the benefit Kids Rock Cancer and Jeff's family. Brought to you by Allstate agent Tracy Bibb and by David Taylor, Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram in Ellisville. Uh, tickets are $35 for the floor, GA, and $50 for reserve balcony. Let's do some news. We're going to do some news. And your news being sponsored by... West County Auto Body, the best auto body repair facility in the country. Well, this is a hard number to digest, especially if you are in bumper-to-bumper traffic right now, but the world's population officially hits how many today? 500 gajillion. Nope. I have, I have not the slightest clue. Eight yep. billion. Yep. The world's population officially hits eight billion today. Billion, And that's according to the U.N. So they do projections based on birth rates and life expectancy. And today's the day we cross the 8 billion mark, specifically at 11 a.m. Central Time. We've added another billion people in just over a decade. So we were at 7 billion in 2011. If that seems like way too many people, the good news is population growth is slowing down. So it should take 15 years before we hit 9 billion 
2037, then another 20 plus years to hit 10 billion around 2058. So here, you guys want a quick summary about how we got here? Yeah, let's do it. Yeah, how's it? A lot happen? of having sex. <laughs> yeah, uh, oh, I want, Scott, can Scott I, may need a summary. I was yeah. gonna say I want more details. A lot of having sex, but slowly. So we didn't hit a billion people until 1804. So it took us 300,000 years to hit the one billion mark, and just over 200 years to hit or to add seven billion more. And here come the Nick Cannon jokes. So after an eight after 1804, <laughs> it took another. Right. It took another 123 years to hit 2 billion in 1927, then 3 billion in 1960, 4 by 74, 5 by 87, 6 billion in 1999, 7 billion in 2011. So some people, including Elon Musk, don't want population growth to slow down and think it could lead to population collapse. So we wouldn't have enough young people to take care of old people or keep the economy churning. But obviously, people are worried about climate change. You know, people worried about climate change aren't as excited about the prospect of adding more of us to an already crowded planet. For what it's worth, the U.N. is touting it as an accomplishment of humanity. So current life expectancy is just under 73, uh, 73 years, up from 58 half a century ago. And they think we'll hit 77 years by 2050. But while 8 billion might be a, you know, quote, milestone in human development. Uh, they also say it's a day to consider humanity's shared responsibility for the planet. So that's today, 8 billion at 11 a.m. Celebrate how you will. Well, high five. I'm gonna have a huge party. <laughs> We're gonna high five. That's gonna be our celebration, right? 11 a.m., put that on your, put that on the on the alarm. Darn right. Okay. High five, 8 billion. <laughs> uh, earlier this month, an invader broke into a home in Wisconsin and completely trashed the place. Ugh. Not a burglar, it was a deer. Oh, man. So a deer burst through their front door, entered this home's living room, ran in a circle, and then stormed up the steps to the second floor. The deer was scared, ran from room to room upstairs, looking looking out all the windows. Sadly, it was bleeding from its mouth and legs. There was blood everywhere. They could hear glass break and things getting smashed. This deer even poked holes in the ceiling with its antlers. Three hours later, wildlife experts showed up, got the deer to calm down, directed it back down the stairs and out the door. It's unclear as to why the deer ran into the house, but officials believe it might have seen the reindeer holiday decorations. <laughs> it was a good-looking reindeer. So it saw the reindeer holiday decorations outside and had been sexually excited. It's mating season. Oh, so it went inside going, let me get me some, let me get me some, let me get it me some. It was so excited, it, just, it got, like burst through the door. Hilarious. Now, wow. My question is, again, this happened earlier this month. Why is nobody asking the question why they had their decorations up first week of November? Yeah, it is. That's quite I'm, early. I'm seeing it well, happen that's like a lot. mine. I, yeah, I put mine up. On, I started doing it November 1st. November 1 is now the time that people start putting out decorations. My lady's house decorated. Even the out, even the outside on the lawn ornaments. Get them, Riz. Yep. Get them. It's Get too em. early. Get them. It's too early. <clears throat> well, this should be yeah. a lesson that you don't put up reindeer decorations until after deer hunting season starts. <laughs> you got all these horny deer running around. Yeah. Can't blame them. Mm -mm. You're asking for a deer to come in, Tony. You're asking for it. Now, are you victim blaming? Whoa. From here on out, now that you all know. 
Now it's your fault. Now it's your fault. Now it's your You've fault. You've been warned. Yep. So your 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 lady's got all her stuff out on the front lawn already. She doesn't do stuff outside. She just does like the lights, like the the what? Yeah, that's the driveway right. lights. Oh, 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 like instead like the floodlights, like the, the not, now they now they have like the flame, and then that'll change, and now it'll have the red and green ones, like oh. the star shower. No. no, no, no. The lights on the house, in, in your garage by your garage, the lights, the regular lights that are on the wall. <laughs> yeah, no, the front lamps. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you his, just put a different bulb with so them. So his fiance. Yeah, they do red and red and green. Oh, they already uh, changed. I don't know. I didn't look this morning. It's too early. What about inside? Inside, all the Christmas stuff is up. Wow. I brought I brought the tree up yesterday. Yeah, my kids were uh, asking to do it last night. I was like, no, what are you ridiculous? King's house, King Scott's house is decorated. Period. All decorated. Tree up and yeah, everything. But, yeah. Was yeah. last week. My yeah, tree will probably go have, up this week, if not next, if not, if not next week. I decided last year is just too short. I'm like, just a few weeks is kind of boring. I want at least two months of it. That'll be good. Well, you keep it up two two months after. <laughs> That's true. Yes, you can do that. Yeah, because what does January got going for it? Nothing. Nothing. November has its own thing. If anything, you just put You're it up December first. Take it away 1st. for Thanksgiving. Yeah, put it up December first and take it down February first. That's that's how it should be. Drag that crap yeah. as long as you can take it. Hey, if you're flying anywhere for the holiday this uh, this season, uh, you're gonna pay more. Airline executives have indicated massive demand for tickets, and travel experts say good deals for Thanksgiving, Christmas, and New Year's all gone. So if yeah. you didn't get your tickets already, you are SOL. You're gonna pay a lot. I got flights coming up, and even they are more expensive than everything. It's pretty wild, dude. Wild. We are not going anywhere this this holiday season. Me neither. Yeah, the prices are crazy. I'm trying to figure out how to f- fit all sorts of stuff in backpacks. So government data gave us an early sign of high plane tickets. Uh, the cost to fly was up 43% in October from last year at the same time. Some point to airlines still recovering from pandemic shutdowns. Carriers are still operating fewer flights, even though passenger demand has risen. Uh, if you're still looking to take a trip, uh, the experts say, like, if you have to, uh, look to fly on Christmas Eve and New Year's Eve to save money. Also, see if you could fly to an alternate airport and, and drive to your destination to find savings. Like here, we have, what's the one uh, over in Mascuda? There's an airport out in Mascuda. Uh-huh. Yeah, the... Is that, that's not Mid-America? Yeah, something like that. I think it is. Is it called Mid-America? They have Allegiant, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, if you're, a, if you're in an area where... Mid-America St. Louis Airport. Where you could do that, I never think of that airport. Yeah, yeah, Mid-America, St. Louis Airport, the code is BLV if you're looking for it. BLV. BLV. Uh-huh. Yeah, look to do that. But, uh, yeah, you're going to be, man, pay a lot of money to fly. Uh, this is interesting. A uh, new research study shows that American consumers are less patient than ever. No way. Basically, basically people care more about time than ever before. So we care more about our time and how we spend it. People will not wait more than three minutes in a store for something before they get pissed off. They will not wait more than three minutes in a store for something before they get pissed off. So let's say you are looking for something at a store. Mm -hmm. A clerk goes, I'll be right back. If it is three minutes or more, you're mad. I don't disagree with that. Three minutes is nothing, really. Like you're looking through inventory, like, hey, you know, 
patience. People are not now, is this, is this still, my friend. <clears throat> is this three minutes after, like, it's a difference for me if I go, hey, where's the funnels? And they go, right over there. And then when I walk over there, that, to me, that is when the timer starts. If I just aimlessly walk into a store and try and find something myself, I can't blame. But if I go, hey, where's the uh, men's no, underwear? You, they will not wait, wait more than three minutes before, you, or three minutes a line. Like, if they have to wait three okay. minutes at the grocery okay. checkout Dude, line. People are not good at standing still or being alone with their own thoughts. As, as None of us are as good as we used to be because we're continually entertained. We're continually waited upon, all, all that kind of stuff. Plus, I don't know, man. I think people are kind of coming, especially the pandemic. <clears throat> I think everybody's kind of coming into understanding that time really is money. Well, okay, so which generation is the most patient and which generation is the least patient? Oh, my parents' uh, generation is the least patient because, you know, it's, it's, they're on the back nine. It's, it's, Way less patient. Yeah, it's the ninth, <laughs> ninth inning, man. I baby, time boomers, for crap. baby boomers are the least patient generation. Gen Z is the most patient. Wow. Yeah, I mean, but that's all, that's always going to be like that. By the time I'm their age, I'm going to be like, hey, let's go, let's go, let's go. I only got so much time. Well, I think Gen Z is also patient because they're going, okay, while I'm waiting, I'm going to take out my phone and do whatever. Yeah. And yeah. I think the, you know, the baby boomers in that generation are sitting there and they're like, this is your job. You should know where this thing is at. Why is it taking so long? Whereas <laughs> Gen Z probably is like, I've never had a job. I don't know what they're doing. It's cool. <laughs> More than half of the people in the study uh, would hire the first business to respond to something, even if they were more expensive. That's how impatient we are. Two-third, uh, two-thirds of people say speed is as important as price. So those, those are the numbers. Those are the numbers. And finally, uh, remember when somebody threw eggs at King Charles the other day? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was last week. Didn't he get arrested? All the eggs missed before uh, the the king and queen consort were washed away. Yeah, whoever did it, terrible aim. So the egg thrower was a 23-year-old guy named Patrick Thelwell. He was arrested. He was let go on bail. Uh, He said after he threw the eggs, the crowd, I mean, really turned on him. Like So he was in a crowd, and they, they started ripping chunks of his hair out. What? The crowd was not do pleased it. at him throwing eggs. They were spitting at him. It was almost as if the cops saved him when when wow. they pulled him out of there. I'm just imagining like uh, you know any of those old movies in Great Britain and everything when the you know the burn her, burn her. Yeah, you know, that's that kind of what of it was like. It's like some mob, they're easily turned, and then they just start throwing lettuce. How'd you get lettuce? Uh, it came out of nowhere. I think that's a great response though for someone attacking a king. Just throwing lettuce at them and screaming, burn her? Mm-hmm. So as a condition of this guy's release, he has to stay 500 meters away from the king, and he's not allowed to possess any eggs in a public place. <laughs> <laughs> well, there goes his grocery store. They had to make a special, like, hey, can he buy eggs in the store? Like, that was in court. Like, hey, can he buy eggs in the store? Wow. So they'll be back in court on December 1st. But, yeah, they. I, it was some... Uh, I forget what kind of protest he was making. It was either climate change or it was... I thought it was climate change. At least that's what I read. I don't know if that was thing. it or not. It was, you know, occupation of India when it was... When that was the thing. Yeah. Oh, that is your news. The Rizzuto Show. Traffic and weather. All right, quick break. We'll come back. We have your emails. Uh, after emails, Moon's got your sports, and we'll give you an update on the Riz Show Fastlane Pick'em Challenge. I will say that somebody is being shot today.
in this room. Hey, this is Justin from Blue October, and you're listening to The Rizzuto Show. Happy birthday, Riz. I was watching a uh, YouTube video. Well, it was YouTube shorts, which I've, I've been getting into. And what she told me, that's just like TikTok, YouTube shorts. YouTube shorts stole the idea from TikTok, yes. Yeah. Identical. Identical? Yep. There's some, some pretty clever stuff on there. Literally, I was watching your YouTube shorts this weekend going, all of those videos have been on TikTok, and they just yeah. copied them and pasted them on this media. <laughs> like, so I'm like two months behind? I mean, there's a couple, yeah. <laughs> well, there was Chris is video. like, have you guys heard the song Chocolate Rain? <laughs> <laughs> it's great. Chocolate Rain. You remember the Star Wars kid? <laughs> uh, no, I, I watched it. It was incredible. Uh, it was like this guy was being stalked by a mountain lion. So basically, they're in a field together, and this guy had to take out his gun and, like, two warning shots before this mountain lion ran away. It was terrifying. Wow. But, I mean, you, you're not outrunning a mountain lion. No way. No. Like, if you run. No. All, all the signs at any of those parks that you go into, they all say the same thing. If you see a mountain lion, stand tall. Make noise. If attacked, fight back. Everyone. Start of, punching. Every, every one of them will say, don't run, stand tall, get scary, fight Well, lucky this guy had a gun on him because he, a couple warning shots and this thing ran away. Yeah, if it's, if it's trailing you for any reason, don't think that it's, it's, it's just trailing you. But to this check guy you was out. backing away and this thing, and the guy was backing away and this mountain lion is not leaving. Clearly is stalking him. And it's getting closer and closer. I don't even know if they're warning shots. I think they were shots at the thing that he just missed. But like you're not you're not outrunning a mountain lion. You're not outrunning a bear, right? No, 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 no way. A lot of people think, oh, this bear looks slow. Like, no, oh, that no, bear's no, gonna no, get cruising at you, man. No, no. But yeah, you I always climb up trees if I have. <laughs> yeah. You are faster than you think, though. And even if you haven't sprinted since high school. Even if when you, you run, your knees make like scraping sounds or, like, even if your diet is made up of 33% ranch dressing. Like, there, okay, I'll give you three incredibly dangerous things that you are fast enough to run away from. <laughs> no matter how slow you may think you are. Okay. You are, if you want to run away from a spider, you're good. Yes. All the right. fastest spider in the world tops out at 1.2 miles an hour. So if a venomous spider is after you, you can easily get away. Now, if you're in its, like, little area, its quickness is frightening. Yeah, as long as you spot too. it sneaking up on you, yeah. like you could run away from it. Okay. You could run away from lava, too. If lava is chasing you, you're good. The fastest lava flow ever recorded is six miles an hour. Those people in Pompeii must have been slow. So you could beat that pace at least for as long, like for, at least for long enough to get to safety. Okay, so you're good, Tony. If lava, thank God, coming man. at you. I was very nervous about that lava hole in my backyard. <laughs> <laughs> and, and and you know what? Actually, any land mammal on Earth. Now you you can't out sprint a cheetah, a wolf, or a bear, but you can outlast them. So if you have a head start, you could run longer than they can. Other yeah, animals need breaks. But you better have four or five hundred so yards. Never running. stop running. Never stop running. Yeah. Oh, ABR. Always be running. Always be running. But, <laughs> always but, be running. <laughs> but put it out there that, hey, if you encounter a bear or a mountain lion or something in the woods and you're close enough to see them, running ain't going to help you, man. Man, that's that's why in my survival pack I always have yarn on me. 
just in case you come across a mountain lion, just roll it yeah, out there. Yeah, that's it. Start playing. Okay. That'll, that, that'll keep it occupied for hours. <laughs> yeah. It is a cat. All right, let's get some of your emails. Rich at 1057thepoint.com. Well, I got them right here. You said emails, right? Yep. There's emails. I, was, I was in the tease before There's the break. There's emails right here in my hand, man. I don't know why you're waiting on it. You're wasting time now. It's all brought to you by Scrap Mart Metals Recycling. Recycle your old metal responsibly at one of three locations. Devoted podcast listener, and uh, every time I hear y'all mention the word blog, my 2003 self cringes. I'm realizing I'm bitching about semantics, but can we please stop calling it the blog and just say something like the Riz Show website? Do people not use the word blog anymore? They put also, it's a good thing that this is my only issue. Well, at least besides the way Tony says sophomore. You do kind of throw a U in there. It's like it, sophomore? So, no, he's, he, says, South? he says sophomore. Sophomore. South? Sophomore. Sophomore. You say it, Riz. Northmore? Sophomore. 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 So he says it differently than you say it, Moon. I say sophomore. Sophomore. You say sophomore. You say sophomore. He, I'm not he says it closer to me than he does to you. Oh, I don't. I haven't noticed so. anybody saying. Hey, Riz, after your freshman year, you go to what? Uh, the uh, tenth grade. Oh, you son yeah. of a bitch! Grade ten. <laughs> <laughs> well, I like that. Year ten. Sophomore. 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 Uh, you're kind of downplaying what you usually do, but you're still throwing the. I'm not a freshman. I'm a sophomore. All right, next time you say it, we're gonna point it out. I'm, I, I think I'm. No, I don't say. And you're gonna feel like a fool. I know I say a ton of words incorrectly. You're this is not one like that I feel. I'm not sure if it's even incorrectly. It's just a little different than most of us. All right, well, check out the blog. Is that the? Is that? Are we not using that word anymore? Sophomore? No, blog. Oh, uh, oh that's weird. I didn't know that was out. I mean, oh, I can, is that I can, out? I can see it having like a timestamp or whatever, but like I don't. I mean, it's what, what else? It is what it's. Yeah, you know, it is. But I guess you could say you're this. The show, the, notes, part of show our notes. the show notes section on the website. That yeah. takes too long. Yeah. How about we it's shorten? How about we come up with a word that shortens it that everyone will know what it is? Check out the Riz site. How blog. about the blog? Check out the blog. <laughs> yeah, I like that better. Yeah, I think blog works. Next. For what we needed to. I was listening to the podcast a few weeks ago, and you guys were debating sprinkles on donuts. I don't remember who gave what opinion, but it seemed to land on that sprinkles are added to a donut to create a contrast of texture. Yeah, it's a texture thing. That's that's really it. They don't really don't have much flavor. But it does enhance your donut eating have, experience. They don't have any flavor, do they? Sometimes, sometimes a little sugary. No, that's deceive. Yeah. Well, okay, yeah, well, sugar, but that's not a flavor. Plastic has a little bit of a flavor. Sugary. Scott, that's I'd be careful. Sweet, I'd be careful flavor, when chiming in here, Scott. You add sprinkles to add some kind of texture to it. it no, it's to make it look prettier. It's absurd. If you want to add okay, texture, well, then you add nuts or something like that. You know, there's something with some. That's funny that you say that, Moon. But, but then if you add nuts, then you're adding a. If you're saying, if what you're saying, as sprinkles have really no flavor, then you're adding another flavor profile to to something that's already got its own thing going on. Right, and if you're not going to add something like that, then why add anything? Because Te texture is just for texture's whole thing. Yeah, I think it's more about pretty than than texture. I think. Yeah, I, I think like to think on the bright side of. All things calling it. And I like to think on the efficiency side because <laughs> this absurdity, this edible plastic that you're putting on here has now ruined an otherwise lovely donut. I don't dislike sprinkles. I do. Clearly. Yes, Tony? Uh, it says here that, uh, you know, we were talking about just what you guys were saying right there, how sprinkles are just a texture. 
This is when King Scott unironically suggested something so shocking, I was taken aback. He said something like, you think instead of sprinkles on donuts to change texture, they would use something healthy and sweet, like chop up carrots into small pieces. <laughs> Somehow this absolute lunacy was just glossed over. I believe you guys didn't say much about it all because it was so dumb it couldn't be taken seriously. How could anyone suggest carrots as a substitute for sprinkles? And who is eating a donut to be healthy? Scott, please elaborate on how you could possibly think this would be good. Gentlemen, please reconsider letting Scott out into the public because I'm worried for my safety if he truly believes carrots might be a good substitute for sprinkles. God's right, genius. I'll answer this. Uh, the sprinkles have paraffin wax in it, which is made from petroleum. So it's not a healthy ingredient. That's why I said, like, if you're going to do something like that, you do something small, maybe carrot or something, your body breaks it down easy. There you go. Yeah, it's not healthy. Uh, the so if you're going have... strictly for, for for sprinkles for texture, might as well use a healthy thing. Yeah, instead oh, of he's, he's plastic. Saying, oh, you're saying figure out how to make sprinkles out of vegetable. Uh, I mean, yeah, out, out, something out like of that. something else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you know what? Uh, why not? Maybe he's got a point there. It's easy. It grows in the ground. When you when you just slap around like, hey, start throwing carrots on it, it sounds like a joke or a, yeah. an absurd thing. But I, I see what you're saying now. You're saying find a better way or a better ingredient yeah, to make. Yeah, instead of something that isn't even food. Well, if you're not understanding what Scott's saying, normally it is absurd. So I would err on the side <laughs> of absurdity. Thank you. There you go, Scott. I got you back. Yeah. Next. Uh, I'm not sure if this topic was ever brought up before, but I know you guys talk about weddings all the time. My fiance's parents hate me. Okay. Never liked me from day one. <laughs> Now, start. now that we're engaged, I was curious as what was traditional on who pays for a wedding. I thought it was the bride's parents that pay for the wedding and the groom's parents pay for the rehearsal dinner, which traditionally that has been the case. My fiance's parents don't agree with that and said they wouldn't spend a dime on our wedding. And if they ever were to, they would only pay for just their guests. Boy, what the hell happened here? Why do they? I would love to know why they hate <laughs> you so much. I don't know. There's a couple questions I have here. Question one, how old are you? Oh. Question two, why do they hate you? Right. You're, that's you're, that, that, that's my like, number one commercial. Are there other question. variables where the par that the parents don't like and it's less about you? Question three, did you ask their permission before... Oh yes. Ooh, have you have you, you got engaged? There is have you no ingratiated way. yourself? There is Very good. no way. Because if he says their parents hate her parents hate me and have ever since they met me, there's no way that this dude then went over there and said, I'm gonna marry your daughter, and they said, Okay. Yeah. I, I don't Well, how I mean, could you could you okay, okay, as a, as a father, could you, if you were asked by a boyfriend that you don't like or something like that, if you were asked if they could marry your daughter. Could you even say no? If, if I hated this man, yes. Uh, okay, but your but daughter, knowing the damage it will do to your daughter, your daughter loves this person. Yeah, and they're good for each other. Could you even? Yes. Well, I mean, you don't. I, I obviously, think you're of a judging scenarios. You could say no. Yeah. If if. Well, I mean, yeah. If there's a disaster or there's abuse or something like what that. What if he? What if yeah, you hate him because he because he treats your abuse, daughter terribly? Abuse. Or is a lazy bum like a murderer, uh, you know, uh, that has been just let out of prison. Or this guy's a lazy bum, and all okay. he does is bum around her, and he doesn't have a house. He stays at her apartment. He feeds off of her. He's like he a does drug all this dealer. Stuff. He's just a he's bum. A person, a drug he's, addict. He's just a bum, and but my daughter loves him. He comes over and says, "Can I marry your daughter?" I go, "No, not right now. You don't have your life together. Get your life together, and then come back to me." Oh man! Yeah. Because after I say yes, then well, you're, then you're technically the he's into then it. technically my of course we are. Okay, so take the extremes out. Let's just say he's a tremendous slouch in your assessment. 
I mean, there's no murder or criminality going okay, on. No, here, then right? I, I don't. I, I don't know anybody who's asked a father, or even heard of, asked a, a father for permission to marry his daughter. Right, right. And there's been a no. At least I, there's I that know. ingratiation, right? I mean, they're like making an effort. So that, I mean, it's got to score a point or two. I would think. Maybe there's been none of that effort in this in this particular instance. Why I, I'm, do they I'm not asking. like you? Yeah, I mean, I would find. Why don't you just ask? You know what? Maybe if we're, if we're all grown-ups here, why? Why? I know you guys are always telling me that I'm a little bit too direct and that kind of stuff. I got to play games, society's games, a little bit more. But like, why? Why can't we just speak and say? I've hey, been saying this forever. Yeah, and say, hey, man, like, I'm clearly picking up a vibe. Is there something I can do to reverse course for I've whatever been the heck? This forever. That would actually give the parents a lot of respect for you. Well, maybe, but maybe you're, you're also and maybe they're goofballs. This sounds like this is past the point of we yeah. could repair this. And maybe the parents. Hey, are goofballs. buddy, you're on your own. They're not paying, and that's okay. Yeah. So small wedding. That's all good, man. And now you're not indebted. Yeah, exactly. You're not indebted to them. My fiance's parents don't agree. And they said they wouldn't spend a dime on our wedding. And even if they were to, they would only pay for their guests. That means they don't approve of this marriage, man. I'd like to know how old you are. Are you 18? Don't don't forget, not every parent is uh, good. You know what I'm saying? I mean, some Sure, there's a lot of variables here. Yeah, I mean, this could be on both sides here. It could be heavily swung towards his side as far as... The good guy here. You know, who, but it who sounds knows, like but, if, you, if you're on your own, you love this woman, then I guess you got to do it yourself. Yeah, and if somebody's going to speak like that, like let, let them have the intensity. Don't don't intensely respond back or even feel intensely now, back. Just far, be like, oh, you know, that's okay. As far as tradition goes, is that even a thing anymore? That the parent, you know, the girl pays for the pays for the wedding. You know, a groom side pays for the rehearsal dinner. I don't know. I'm hoping not because I got a few daughters to go. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, uh, yeah, that tradition is ridiculous. All right. <laughs> All right, one more, Tony. One of my buddies just texted and said that he asked for his lady's dad for permission, but did not ask her mom, and her, her, her mom is still mad at him because of it. Like he'll, ne- she said she'll never get over it because he asked dad but didn't ask mom. I mean. Yeah, not not a good. Hey, what are you move. just gonna get the whole family together? Not a good move. What do you get the, the whole family together now? Oh, yeah, don't, but don't forever be we were told that you're supposed to ask the dad. The father. I didn't. I didn't yeah. ask my mother-in-law. That was the whole thing. Like we've been trained to only ask the dad. Now yeah. I knew. Now I knew in this situation, I knew that one hundred percent, one hundred percent, my lady would want me to ask her mom. Yeah, and and listen, when I, when I asked Mallory's dad, he said, "Yes, and you better ask her mom." So he he said, I, "I was planning on that anyway," but he knew that hey, this is important to her, and I knew it was important to her too. So that was the plan. But he he you know reminded me like, "Hey man, make sure you ask her too." Yeah, I just yeah. asked uh, my father in law. That was it. We're at Giantoni's down on the hill. These days, I would say it's a safe bet. If you're going to ask anybody, you should ask them both. Oh, and I tell if, you, if you what, can. I don't think my mother in law minded. That listen, that Russian, you know, the, the patriarch, mm-hmm. you know, the the guy is the guy, you know, old school. Got to you know kiss the ring of the boss, and that went a long way. Yeah, I, I don't think it's necessary. I do think it's a lovely sure. gesture, yeah. and it's super important to some people. All right, one more, one more email. Okay, good morning, gentlemen. Hey, man. I was walking through my local schnooks yesterday, and Uncle Crackers, follow me, came on over the speakers. 
If you would have asked me five minutes before that if I knew any of the words of the song, I would have said absolutely not. Well, I guess I do because I was walking through singing the song, and it put me in a great mood. Do you guys ever have this experience, and do you know what song it was? If you hear a song, it puts you instantly in a good mood? No, no, no. That you he's know saying, the words? He's song, saying a song that you, don't think you, you know would or like. never know the words and do not like the song, but yet it comes on and you start singing it. I'll tell you, I'll tell you one. I'll tell you one that applies to tons of people out there, and you're going to hear me say it and be like, no, not me, but I guarantee if you come to a Teenage Dirtbag song, uh, show and we play... What song? Four Nine Blondes, What's, What's up? up? Every guy is like, oh, I hate this song. And then realizes, I know every single <laughs> word and sings along and has a great time and it's a party. I don't know, throw any of those Yacht Rock songs on. That's what I was thinking, Yacht Rock. Like, I don't know if I could say there's one song that I would, I'd have to hear it and go, Four, oh, man. Four Nine Blondes, What's Up? Now, you've been to Teenage Dirtbag show. You, you so, get so what the question is here, though. I understand right? what the question is. It's hard. Without me walking into a situation, I, I cannot tell you. I cannot say right now what I don't like, but I actually do like. No, that is not the question. It's no, it's it's gonna be something not the that you don't all. understand that you know, like like she's so high. Perfect example is a song, song that you like that. hate that that is for me. Smooth by by Rob no, Thomas no. and Santana. No, no, no. It's one of those songs. Hey man, Patrico, do you know the words to Smooth by Santana featuring Rob Thomas? Absolutely not. I'm like, why do I know the words of this song? But you know the words. No, I thought the gist of it was he didn't think he liked it until he's like, you know, next thing you know. No, no, no. He said, he said if you would have asked me five minutes earlier if I knew the words of the song, I, I would have said no. I don't know. It's a tough funny. question. Hell, that one song you were talking about earlier, the, the, that we were talking about earlier from Morrissey or something. I was like, I don't know. Uh, as soon Morrissey as now? songs. And then as soon as it started playing, I was like, holy crap, I know this. Yeah. yeah. I thought it was NXS or something. Same era. I don't know. It's a good question. Yeah. Think about that. All right. Thank you for your email. Pseudo show, traffic and weather. All right, quick break. We'll come back. Moon has your sports. Yeah. And uh, somebody getting shot. Oh. Hey, it's Dan Soder. You're listening to the Rizzuto Show. Happy birthday to whoever the hell's birthday it is. I bet it's a real special day for pretty much just you. All right, welcome back to the program. So, uh, Moon's got sports here. Should we do the pick-em challenge first? Oh, yeah, cool. That's what we want. Uh, let's, you know, let's, <laughs> let's do sports first. The Rizzuto Show. Sports. What, are you crazy? All right, what do you got? Uh. The Blues have won three in a row after last night's win over the defending right. Stanley Cup champions, the Colorado Avalanche. Here is the final call from Sir Kerr. Okay, let me get to that over here. Thanks for letting me know there's audio. And final call. Audio coming. Abs go to center. The puck is shot. It's missed. The Blues clear. You can bring out the Zamboni. There it is. Bring what it a great win tonight. And a gutty penalty kill to seal it for the Blues. Three to two, the final. Oh, we'll take that. That's right. Final was three to two. The Blues improved to six eight zero for the season. Although they still remain in last place for Central Division. Blues play tomorrow in Chicago with a start time of six thirty p.m. Cardinals utility man Brandon Donovan finished third in voting for the Jackie Robinson National League Rookie of the Year award. Atlanta's 21-year-old center fielder Michael Harris II won after he received 22 first-place votes from the 30 Baseball Writers Association of America. Um, I put some more uh, stats up there uh, on the on the blog that you can catch up on. Donovan was the only Cardinal to factor into the final tally 
this does mark the second consecutive year a Cardinal finished third in rookie voting after Dylan Carlson did so last year. Uh, Albert Pujols remains the last Cardinal to be recognized as NL's top performing rookie. He won the award in 2001. Our St. Louis City SC team added players during its expansion draft last Friday and released their jersey tomorrow at City Park Stadium, followed by the first match. Uh, but there's another important draft happening this week. The St. Louis Battlehawks will select second in the offensive skill position portion of the XFL draft, which begins with the quarterback distribution today and runs through Thursday. Today, huh? That's right. The XFL will assign the current 13-member quarterback pool to its eight teams Tuesday during a live stream event from Las Vegas. A draft for other positions will take place tomorrow and then Wednesday as teams begin to load their 66-man rosters. Uh, training camp will start early 2023 with a 10-game XFL season scheduled to begin on February 18th. More about the drafting and how that works up on the blog. Slew men's soccer team officially made the NCAA tournament for the 50th time, more than any program in the country. For its 50th trip, SLU will play a first-round home game at 7 p.m. Thursday against Memphis at Herman Stadium, giving the university a chance for revenge after the Memphis women eliminated the Billikens last weekend from uh, from that tournament. Congrats to all there. The Eagles were the NFL's last unbeaten team as they entered Monday night's matchup with the rival Commanders, but unbeaten no more. And guess who had the Commanders, baby? That's right, me. Woo! Out of last place. I had them, too. Forcing four turnovers, one more than the Birds cough, coughed up all season, and easily winning the time of possession battle, as well as several controversial calls from the officials. Washington down its NFC Eastern rivals 32-21. to 21. The Kansas City Chiefs uh, wide receiver Juju Smith-Schuster right in front of us got smashed. Instant concussion. He was fencing, yeah. you know, that's when his hands go up. Yeah, T-Rexed. Now, they, they place him on concussion protocol, the best case scenario. They are saying he's looking good, and his mom even tweeted, thank God my baby's all right, like something like that, saying that basically he's he's good. He's in good spirits yeah. and everything. Best case scenario, five-day uh, uh, protocol, and then he can practice with pads on Friday and be good for the game. But that's best case scenario. I don't know that. You know, we, we don't know yet. We'll have to see. Uh, I'm Moon. That's your sports because feel the rhythm, feel the rhyme. Get on up. I hate this time. All right. So, uh, Rishaw Fastlane Pick'em Challenge. Uh, now, for strategic purposes, uh, we were down three. We were down two going into the Monday Night Football game. Mm -hmm. Everybody had the Eagles. So, three of us switched over to the Commanders in order to be one point ahead of the Fastlane. Woke up this morning, saw the Commanders had won. But unfortunately, somebody from the fast lane changed their pick to the Commanders. I believe it was Brad Thompson. Wow, cute. So another tie. Cute. Hey, but we did tie. We did tie. I was going to switch to the Commanders anyway, so technically I'm nope. ahead of Polo. <laughs> no, but in all reality, Moon did finish in last place. It is so funny. Polo texted me last night and said, switching to the Commanders, afraid of getting beat. So he didn't know about the strategy that we're working on. Yeah. So I was like, nah, man, the commanders are going to lose and blah, blah, blah. I'm doing this for the team, whatever. And then uh, he said, he said, there's no way the commanders win. <laughs> uh, they won. <laughs> they won. All right. So here's what we're going to do. Uh, we are running kind of up against time here. So we're going to take a break. Oh, okay. Okay. We'll Thank come goodness. back and then you will do the recap as you're being shot with the airsoft gun. The Rizzuto Show. Oh, cool. Traffic and weather. Two shots, by the way. Two cool. shots. Two shots of the airsoft gun. That's not bad. Right. That's not great. It's two, five, and three. I think we're two, five, and three. Yeah. Man, gummit. Uh, one final break. We'll come back, and uh, Moose getting shot. The Rizzuto Show. All right, that is it for us. Donnie Fandango is next. Uh, Moose going to give the 
show recap. What's going to be on the vlog? I, I think this you. is absurd. You also have to Whoa. get a shot. So, so the toe goes behind this okay, line. Okay, wait, we're, let me explain. We're, we're, so Boone's going to get shot twice with the airsoft rifle as as the person in last place for the pickup challenge. This is impossible to do. <laughs> I'm, I have because this isn't long up. enough. Nothing is impossible. I have two and a half squares up. The line's right there. The, the line is supposed to be All right. So you know one, what? One, fine, two Moon. And a half. Moon, right just put. I, I have just to be put, here. No, it's yeah, fine, just it's stay fine. there and just do it. Fine. Everything is fine. You got it. What's What's today's uh, show uh, title? Okay. Everything that we covered on the blog today. It's uh, 1057 the point. That, ah, you missed, <laughs> but that's your fault, wasn't it? What about some of the point that comes slash Riz? Ah! You missed the first I will show. own this nonsense! No, he, ah! He, he, he pulled his pants down here and hit right there. D first of all, my pants are down. He missed the bootay. He missed the bootay. pants are and hit right there. The man has a gun and he didn't hit his the exposed butt. Enough. We'll go back to the videotape and review it, but that's fine. What do you think, Scott? That's, I think that's, he's retiring from ah. shooting. Oh, ah. bad shooting text. Okay, oh, it's go find so a baseball hot. glove. I will own oh. this. Hey, I didn't miss when I shot. I will own yeah, this nonsense. A glove. Is the podcast title? I couldn't focus. I couldn't focus. It's so scary being being on the on the line. Let's go. We'll we'll review the video footage. But if I missed, then that's on me. Oh Whatever. my goodness, you did miss. I mean, I missed, <laughs> but your pants shot. aren't that. Even low. the one shot is fine. <laughs> oh. What are we doing? <laughs> oh, we're wrapping mm. up. Mm. What's the show called again? Uh, I will own this nonsense. Okay. <laughs> uh, tomorrow, we're going to talk to Chris Kerber, courtesy of our friends at Randall's Wines and Spirits. Thanks, buddy. And, uh, yeah, make a real fake picks tomorrow. <laughs> Anything else, fellas? <laughs> nah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I want to see how bad you missed that like shot. This. It hit his leg. It hit his jeans. That's not far. So what did it hit, buddy? It is jeans. That's very generous, though. All right, we leave you with a selection from our team. Remember the day brought to you by Copper Fire Barn Eatery in Belleville from Jonesburg, Missouri. Stephanie Thomas is our The Rizzuto Show podcast, powered by Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers. Your best choice for quality tires and expert auto service. Dobbs. A financial plan isn't just about money. It's about what matters most to you, like protecting your family, supporting your community, and building a legacy for future generations. At Northwestern Mutual, we start with a conversation about the life you want to live now and years from now. Whether you're paying down debt, saving for college, or planning for retirement, we have an eye on your bigger picture. Get access to our financial expertise at harlem.nm.com. The Northwestern Mutual Life Insurance Company, headquartered in Milwaukee, Wisconsin.